The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right, here we go. Episode 21. Travis, you ready? Joel, you're so kind. You're so beautiful. <laughs> People love you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Okay, that was very kind. Yeah. Hey, snaps for everybody. We're, oh, we're being Lord. nice this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom, how you doing? You ready? Yep. <laughs> Tom found his curse button. But all right, here we go. We We're three guys who like to talk and ball. So we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis Tom who talk and ball. And we call ourselves Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. We're Triple, Triple Drain. Triple Drain. All right. Well, hello, boys. Um, yeah, here we go. Episode 21. Um, we're just going to dive right in here. We do have some housekeeping um, to take care of. So first and foremost, there was quite a discussion on um, the TPN Discord about censorship and about whether or not podcasts should include cursing. And, you know, it's an interesting topic. Um, uh, I don't know. Tom, do you have any strong feelings on uh, on what your thoughts are there? <laughs> oh, ooh, wait, that's... Yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think what I'm just going to have to say is we're just going to have to start the podcast with kind of a disclaimer, you know, hey, um, there may be words that are shared in this podcast that little children may not need to hear. Um, uh, For instance, we might say the word or or or. But I I didn't even know that last one. We, Dang, Tom. Or we might that? say, you know, hi. Or. <laughs> So what's what's great is Tom's editing himself. He has a button on his soundboard, so he's just having a, he's just having a good old time <laughs> over there. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you guys feel strongly one way or the other, feel free to write in at tripledrain@gmail.com. But at the end of the day, we look at this as kind of poker night. The three of us are just chatting it up. I mean, we I do almost no editing uh, to these podcasts. So and Travis has a cigar every time we do a podcast. So I don't True. know. What, <laughs> so okay so first we have working audio for everybody and we have working video tom d- puts his camera right front and center i got a beautiful shot of his face mine's front and center beautiful shot of his face travis right now i'm looking at his shoulder blade his shoulder <laughs> like he did, oh yeah, you are. <laughs> straight, straight up shoulder blade like who thinks well, oh i need to set up a webcam for a podcast let me put it not directly to my left but like to my left and slightly behind me <laughs> well we talked about this last episode joel Oh, for twenty more dollars, yeah, I can yep. get a more. Direct. You've only given me five, so you only get the shoulder blade right now. Oh Lord! Well, and the shirt's on too. But and then the other way it's to see fill, through. Don't worry <laughs> to fill people in. Uh, Tom is drinking a Diet Mountain Dew, so buckle up, everybody. Not only is he drinking a Diet Mountain Dew right now, he informed us, but before before the podcast, he had a margarita. So you know we don't <laughs> we, we don't know what's coming out with Tom, but I was drinking heavy today. <laughs> Yeah. Long, long day, Tom. It was a long day. It was a Thursday. Yeah, for sure. There you go. But well, I treated, treated my staff out to lunch today. So, oh, well, that's why it's a long day. Yeah. It's a long Wait, day. if you're, if your lunch margarita is still affecting you in any well, way, it was like, a, it was like a lunch, <laughs> it was a lunch dinner. Okay. We, All right. Yeah. A yeah. lunch dinner. Yeah. It was like two thirty, three o'clock. That's a late lunch. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
It's 8.30 now. That margarita's still with you? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the other thing, some of the feedback Just we the got. paint fumes. We we had a few people that, that messaged us and were like, dude, I love the banner. I love the banner of this show, but are you guys okay? You know, like, are, are kind of worried. Like, I don't, I think, you know, mom and dad are fighting kind of thing. Or they just want to make sure the three of us actually don't have hostility towards each other. Um, I know I have none towards Tom. Tom and I, I think no. we're good to go. Yep. Travis. <laughs> what? All I said was, is I thought one time you were, you know, an asshole. <laughs> It was a little, so, a little delay. Try, little try, try it again. On the try it again, Travis. Try it one more time. Asshole. <laughs> Just, no, you want to, you want to hit the button as you're saying the, as you're saying the word. Asshole. <laughs> oh, screw it. All right, we're good. Oh, it would be, it'd be best if you're like, because you're an. A- You'd like to just get right in. Ah, it's too good. Too good. All right. Well done, Travis. Well done, Travis. Since everybody thinks that we hate each other, I sent you guys a gift. Yeah. He sent us gifts. I like you, Tom. It's just Joel. It's like everybody has a problem with Joel. It's because he doesn't play in tournaments. I know. Because that's why most people hate people. It's because they don't play in tournaments. That's true. It's hard to relate. We're, you know, we're supposed to be in the same hobby, but it's almost like we're, we're, we're from two there's, different worlds. You know, there's like a we, division. There's yeah. going to be a civil war one day. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to choose sides, Joel. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's already brewing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Travis messaged us and he goes, Hey, I found a really good pinball gift. I'm sending it to both of you guys. So we both have gifts so, here. We don't do you know have what your they boxes? are. I have Mine's a box. wrapped by Amazon. Yeah. Thomas. So check out this. Here's your ASMR. There you go. Nice. Cardboard box opening. Do, so here we go. I'm, I'm opening we, mine. Do we open it now? This is, yeah. this is from Travis, correct? Yes, it's from me. Joel, you're going... <laughs> uh, hang on. You're going way faster than Tom. I'll slow down. <laughs> I think I know what this is. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> took a dump in a bag. And... Uh, <laughs> no, I think Travis both... He, I think he got oh, each one so of us soft. a comfy. It's a comfy. I think we both have an original comfy now. There mine's, you go. Mine's blue. Yep, so is mine. Yeah. So is mine. Look at oh, that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's got the same color. Well, Travis, awesome. thank you. Thank now you for when this. We go, when well, we go to Cleepin together, we yeah. have to put these on. It, well, no, no, no. Like, if Joel's really thankful for it, He'll he'll put it on now. That's okay, true. So we're gonna right? take, okay, so we're going to take... Okay, so while we talk... I don't want to Travis to what, death. <laughs> I don't so want I'm gonna, to I'm going to... No, no, Tom, you, you're good. You're good, Tom. Oh, thanks. You're fine. Thank yeah, you. yeah. It, it's Joel. It's you just Joel want me to put it on. He needs okay. to put his on. Yeah. <laughs> this Everybody's just going to hear crinkling bags and whatnot. All right. It's okay. This is vacuum sealed, but. Just, All right. Do we have so, a Jolie like song we could play right now? You know, okay, mm. Jolie. Yeah. So Zach had me on the pinball show. And I, to be honest, I'm 34 years old. I've never in my life ever had somebody actually say that, like the Jolie song. And apparently it's catching on, but. That's kind of right. bizarre. All right, now here's another ASMR zip for you. Ooh, uh, that was the hoodie coming off, everybody. What does your shirt say? I'm what? I'm percussizing. <laughs> it's, it's from, <laughs> from heavy weights. Heavy weights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, talk about yourself while I take off my headphones and yeah, put this on. Tom, have you ever seen Heavyweights? No. It's such a great movie. All right, now I oh, got to you... put it in my bank of yeah. movies to watch. Oh, yeah. You got to watch it. I mean, preferably with a couple of margaritas. But <laughs> my God, that movie. 
It's hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Joel looks like he's ready for a thunderstorm right now. All right. So it is, it is now, large. You I weren't did, kidding. I did see Zach on your stream, or I guess technically on his stream, but he was sweating to death in your house. I can't I, I imagine you wearing that right no. now. He's going. It's going to be a sweat ball. I just wanted to make sure it, it fit. You know, it fits. What I that's, will say is, it is gift. large. There's no denying it is a large hoodie. But to my surprise, it's not crazy long. Now I am a taller individual, but man, does it have width? <laughs> like no wonder. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah. parachute on you. I yeah. I will definitely bring this to a show. We fit, need a picture with the three up of us to wearing five. it. But. Double X. Yeah, it's okay. Gotta, Joel, if you get hot, off. just start flapping it. It's fine. No, I got <laughs> cool. to take it back off. It's already too hot. <laughs> Travis. Tom. This is for you. I drank a beer. All right. Okay. Well, Hang Travis, on, Joel. We're, we're, Joel, beer. we're doing a bit. Hang on. Three beers. Four beers. Oh, no. Five beers. <laughs> Six beers. Seven beers. Eight beers. Nine beers. <laughs> and a bloody bang. That's Travis right there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, sorry, Joel. You're just you're. We're trying to bring you back into our to little fill triangle. In your time. Yeah, you did it. Nailed it. Yeah, okay, I perfect. could barely hear that, so I'll have to jack, have to jack it up and post. But, um, Travis, thank you for that. I, I, to be honest, I'm pretty sure my daughter, or definitely my wife, is is going to probably live in that. So I appreciate that. That is a very kind gesture and a, a gesture of goodwill. I feel like you're um. I don't know. You're uh, opening the arms to a friendship. You know? I've Thank turned you. a new leaf. Thank you. I mean, that, those I two emails made me realize the error of my ways. Mm. Now, I if you just find your... my TPN hats. <laughs> so I. One so step Tom, at a time. Yeah. I gave. <laughs> Tom was in at um, Texas Pinball Festival. So I gave Tom's hats, which he bought to Travis saying, hey, you're going to see Tom in like two weeks. Can you take these to him? Yeah, sure. Hasn't happened. That was like, what, six months ago or something at this point? Yeah, I also won a hat on Loser Kid like six months ago, and I have not seen it. Yet I think Travis has his. He he probably has my hat. You know what? Okay, since we're going to talk about winning things and never seen them, I think I won something from your stream, Tom, back when uh, I think it was Poor Man's was doing the commentary during the first Pinskins. Oh, did you really? I did. That was all. That's all. Never saw anything. And I, I could have swore I won something from, uh, what was it? From the Avengers Infinity Quest tournament thing. The pin clash from Carl. Carl, if you're listening, I think I thought I won cards or something. I forget. I don't remember if I got those. Did you ever send him your address? I did. I think. Uh oh. I'm just coming up with stuff in my head. I should just start making up stuff yeah, along Travis the Stern. Is, oh, if you guys are listening, I yeah. Zach, like, Manny, I was stuff. on your uh, you're flipping out, yeah. and I won a new inbox I'm Stern, and I still haven't received it. Shame. No sympathy. For Shame. You. All right. So, Anyways. Joel, how did Toy Story Four go? Because I heard question. I heard you played with somebody named Zach Minnie. Yeah, yeah. Right, and is on a stream. Yeah, and I heard somebody. Got to the wizard mode on game one. Sure did. Was it you? <laughs> no, it was not me. So here's the deal. So normally Zach, um, he when he swaps out games, he usually does it like we've done it really weird times. It's always like on his way up to Chicago or back, and it's usually kind of a quick exchange. Well, this time, just based off of what was going on, it was like, hey, I can exchange this later in the evening. And then if it makes sense, I could I was like, you should stay and stream. He's like, Oh yeah, that that sounds like a really good time. So I was very happy that he did that. He actually stayed and streamed 
the game. And what was funny is before before we started the stream, Zach was making some comments. He's like, man, I really just think the current portrayal of this game is like unfair. You know, a lot of people, podcasters or other streamers are, are just saying this game's too easy. The, clo- the, the code's too shallow. He's like, I've been playing the heck out of this game and I, I have not gotten anywhere near the wizard mode. So, you know, when your buddy Travis says that it's it's a piece of cake to get to the wizard mode, like it makes me feel like a schmuck. Like, why am I not getting there? But I he's like, I think the game's challenging. So talking to him, it's like he's like, I hope tonight's stream kind of shows, you know, and that the game there's more here and and it's not just something that you're going to, you know, Carl D'Angelo loop the thing five times and be bored of it after two hours. So this was all a conversation we had before we started. Um, I had put like literally like three balls essentially on playing the game. Like I just enough to make sure it was level and even. And then we were running late. Like I had to get all everything set up for the stream. So I had put no no time on the game at all. And neither had Zach. And, and so we fired the stream up and we're like, all right, let's go. You know, he's like, I'll, I'll go first, kind of explain a little bit. So we had like a normal ball one. I had a, a normal ball one, like my first play of the game. Then ball two rolls around and everything just fell into place. Like for one, one of the mystery awards on the wheel is um, it's uh, endless ball save on the left outlane. So in like endless kickback. So he got that early on. So or he probably dreamed. Unlimited kickback. Unlimited, yeah. So uh, he yeah, w- there we go. There's, there's that word, Joel. I knew you were going to find endless. it. I'm just, I'm just trying yeah. to be a great friend and just help mm. you find the words that you had. Thank you. I don't want to sound dumb by saying the wrong word. So I really no, appreciate it's Travis okay. correcting don't, me No, like you yeah. are a very intelligent individual, Joel. <laughs> You're at least the third most intelligent one in this conversation in right now. I'm in the yeah. top three. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. So um, unlimited kickback. So he got that early on. So, I mean, every single time the ball went out the left outlane, boom, you know, ball comes flying back in. And it just, everything kind of fell into place for him. So to get to um, that wizard mode, there's seven things you have to accomplish. And he did. I mean, in that one ball, he did all the things. And now, to his credit, that game that we played um, lasted over an hour. So it's not like it just like happened in 10 minutes. It's like it it was... It was quite a game and, you know, he, he blew it up on ball two and then, and then I went, my ball two lasted like a minute and a half and then it was his ball three or he had an extra, like he had a few extra balls. So it, I mean, it all, it all worked out for him. And so we checked the credits afterwards of the, like he's, he had almost a hundred plays on the game in the the few weeks that he's had it in his um, possession and he's never been there. So it's just one of those, like that game was the one out of a hundred where everything kind of came together and he got to the wizard mode. So what was funny is when the stream ended, he's like, he's like, I'm screwed. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get so much crap from Travis and Dennis and other people you know, who I've been defending that the game's too, like not as easy as, as they think it is. And there, here I am one game. So yeah, my initial stream of Toy Story, I think I played the game for like four minutes and Zach blew it up. So yeah, my initial, initial impression was I didn't, I didn't get much time on it, but um, I will say over the course of the last week, my wife actually played the game. She saw Toy Story, walked up to it on her own, hit the start button, and played the game. I can't, she uh-huh. has not done that with Godzilla. She didn't do it with GNR. She just like, so that, I mean, theme is something, right? And my daughter actually wants to play this game. Like to say, hey, do you want to go play Toy Story? She gets excited. And my daughter's four and she'll sit on a stool in front of me or beside me and she, she, does the plunger and just like she likes watching the game. She likes seeing the character, seeing Forky. So I can tell you right now, this game's already more liked 
by my wife and daughter than any other game that's ever come through here. And, um, and I will say I personally am having a good time with it. I'm having a lot of fun. I streamed it last night. Um, the best that I got out of seven things that you have to accomplish, I got five. I got five out of seven on my, on my first stream. The two that I didn't get were the kaboom ramps and the loops, the bow peep loops. I thought um, it was going to be Forky. And no, Forky. I you was Forky. killing it. Forky. I was killing it. Forky is actually a really cool task because you have to spell Forky, which kind of happens on its own. But then you hit the left ramp, but then it's a combo. It's left ramp to kaboom ramp to scoop. And you, I mean, it's one shot. Like if you miss any of those, so you have to boom, boom, boom right in a row. And I will say it's, it's very satisfying when you hit those three. I mean, it's, it's kind of a moment. It, it feels good. But the kaboom ramp is like you just, you have to hit, I don't know how many, it's like 10 or something. So you just have to keep hitting them and you get ample opportunities to do it, but it's definitely a shot that you have to get dialed in. And, and that's something that I know Zach, he, he knew it. Like he'd played the game enough. He knew exactly where it was on that flipper. So he rarely missed it when it, when it, when it was, when he was given the opportunity to get it. I think I'm maybe at like 50% now, but I I've improved even over the, the streaming at last night. So it's once you find that shot, I would assume getting your kaboom ramps is, would be relatively easy, but the Bo Peep loops is a challenge. And the reason it's a challenge is when you're hitting the loops before you get super loops, it it's, it's worth nothing. Like you get nothing towards that goal. So you have to get super loops, which is a miss. It's one of the wheel. It's like a mystery thing on the wheel. So basically you get your wheel lit and you look and it's like two times bonus X. I don't want that. So you hit the cap to ball. You spin again. Tiki, tiki ball multiple, tiki party multiple. I don't want that. You hit the captive ball again. So you keep spinning the wheel and then Bo Peep Loops finally shows up. You're like, awesome. Well, now I have to hit the upper loop to activate it. Well, there's only two ways to feed the upper or three ways to feed the upper loop. You either have to lock a ball and plunge or you have to hit the pops and hope it comes out on the right or you have to hit the woody saucer, which will feed it to the upper loop. But the woody saucer is right next to the captive ball. So if you're off that shot at all, you just hit the captive ball and you just spun the wheel again and you're back in that. So when I played it last night and I got my five out of seven, I was like, okay, Bo Peep loops. So I just felt like I was kind of grinding away at the wheel, trying to get to super loops and then finally get it, finally get it, uh, done. So I, that's the only one that I feel is kind of a grind. Um, and I don't, I mean, Tom, it doesn't sound like you knew that, but Travis, you've obviously already blown this game up so that's you're probably well aware of that i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> well i mean joel you hit the you kind of hit the nail on the head though with what this game is and what this game is and we talked about this before and this is pretty much the final time that we need to say it they were clear on their marketing and their advertising that this was a family pin that they wanted everybody to see the whole pin they want people to be able to get deep into the game to see everything that there is to see. And so naturally, it doesn't really surprise me that that happened on day one with you and Zach, somebody getting to the wizard mode. I mean, I I halfway expected it. And that's why I was telling you before that, you know, I would be I'd be surprised even if you didn't get there within like two weeks. I mean, if you play it enough, yeah, you, you're going to get there. You're going to find it. And that's just the way it was designed to be. So, I mean, that's there's pros and cons to that but one of the pros to it is just like we talked about regardless of how we feel about toy story 4 there's still going to be a lot of people out there that see toy story and that still overrides everything i mean i can tell you guys straight up that overrides everything for my family here and that's why we still have it 
I mean, it's Monica will not let us let that go at all. So it's like, it, it's going to be here for a little while just because of what it is, because it's just the ease of access to it. And the fact that it does have some toy story elements to it. So they yeah. enjoy that. And this is the first time that Monica's even said she, that she feels like that she has a chance to get to the wizard mode. So it's kind of like happy wife, happy life. I mean, I, I, that's pretty much where I'm at with it, but it sounds like you're kind of experiencing the same thing, Joel. It's definitely accessible. And that's something I, uh, I think the, what I came to was when Zach drops off a game, normally it takes me time. Like it takes me, I don't know, multiple weeks of streaming it or at least a few weeks of playing it to really find every shot in the game. And that's like, like rush. I, the left orbit through the pops, like that shot, I struggled with that shot for a long time until I finally kind of finally found it and was much more comfortable in it. Normally most games have at least one or two shots where it really takes me some time and playing and playing and playing to finally find where that shot is on the flipper and feel confident hitting it. I don't I didn't have that I don't really have that problem with Toy Story. Every shot in the game I was able to find quickly. And so that's where I understand the layout is very friendly. It's very friendly to novice players or even just middle range players. You're going to feel like you're like better at pinball when you play the game because the shots are are like easy to hit. You know, left ramp is something that you have to hit a good bit. That left ramp is very kind to to people. What's up, now, Chris? the question is, are you going to put the metal flippers on Toy Story? I have no idea. I don't know. I would consider it just to see, but do I feel like it's, I don't, I don't know. Like, sure. I mean, we got to get you there. You, you, you talked these flippers up last time, like they're on steroids that you well, can hit everything on Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. So I need you to put those flippers on and then just crush you, everything. I need you to take the out lanes, put them all the way down. Yeah. Like, let's get the, let's get the kitty bumpers just all the way up in the training wheels. We got to get you there. Whoa, whoa. I think so. Calm I down, will. Travis. What I we will got, say Tom, is we got to do it. We got to get took, them to a wizard mode. Wait, I am determined. Okay. Do you see what this is? This is a rubber. I took that looks off like a one. roofie. I took. Yeah, what are you doing there, Joel? That's so <laughs> on the, um, you know how do you have the two in lanes on the left side? Yes. There was actually a rubber on that post and the yes. number of times that the ball would go over, hit that rubber and then bounce up and just straight out in the out lane. Like I was just getting wrecked by this. Were rubber. you, um, doing uh nudging i was but i'm just it, it was so frustrating What's last that? night to the point where <laughs> Joel, Joel's like you can yeah. shake the pin no what, what <laughs> i just think's crazy is like my deadpool the there are no rubbers on the outlane posts there's none and like it, it was shipped that way and the thing is if you want to make it easier on yourself you could add them but what i found is taking this off was actually way better because the number of times that the ball would kind of like hit that post and then bounce up Instead of going down an in lane, it would bounce up and straight out the out lane. It was just like, no. Give me. So taking that one rubber off really helped things. And then I ended up, I was, the majority of time that I'm draining this game, it's left and right. And it's almost always from the slings. So I actually increased the back legs after I streamed last night just because I want, I want more vertical and less horizontal movement. And we're going to see how that goes. So I'm messing with the game, but I will say, I mean, even just streaming it last night, I had plenty of games that were short you know, quick games, less than a million points. And then I had a few where I started comboing things together and, and Forky is something that I, that is enjoyable. The, the, no. um, I like Forky. <laughs> I think it's a fun combo. I, I like it. No, but, it's a fun combo. It's just, I'm never going to say Forky's enjoyable though, Joel. Ah, uh, well, 
road trip multi-ball, it's literally four shots. Just hit a drop target and then lock four balls. The Buzz Lightyear multi-ball is kind of just keep three ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four shots, you lock three balls. Um, <laughs> Details. Up in, the Buzz Lightyear multi-ball. Third smartest one on the podcast. I am top three. Top three, okay. Yeah. Out of three. <laughs> so, so the Buzz Lightyear multi-ball, if you hit it enough in the pops, you'll just kind of get it. The Carousel multi-ball is the only one that you really actually have to progress towards. Like you have to play two cares, uh, two carnival modes and then lock a ball and then do two more carnival modes and then lock a ball and then another carnival mode. And then you can start it like that actually takes multiple steps to get to Forky is pretty quick. Once it's lit, the super spinners, I mean, it just kind of happens. Like I didn't, that's not a grind. Like it just kind of happens. And then that just leaves so, the boat. So how loops do you, in the, how do you do super spinners? You just hit the spinner. So you hit the spinner in the upper loop. Uh, which is the Bo Peep spinner, or you hit the Woody spinner, which is right in front of the saucer. Like, and how do you finish super spinners? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you just, you just hit the spinners. Hit the spinners. Oh, you just hit them more. Oh, okay. I what I found is almost every time it number I end three up, of three. I well, every time I've ended up collecting it, and it's almost always been in a multi ball, which makes sense. So it's just yeah, top three, top, top three. three. You know three. the way you're phrasing it, Travis sounds kind of mean i'm just no i'm not saying i was gonna agree with you there yeah i mean it's all about your word you know me and my wife we talk a lot about uh, the words that we use and the phrasing and the way that that information is delivered to each other our tone <laughs> wait you, you and your wife talk about what now words you, phrasing tone <laughs> you talk about words and phrasing and tone yeah like oh is this when like you when say, you're screwing up is that what we're talking about right now oh yeah it's definitely <laughs> It definitely feels one-sided now that you point it out. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's like, hey, do you want this for dinner? Own. And I say, sure. Sure is not nearly as well-received as like, oh, that sounds great. I Just mean, so we, can that's totally, why, we can totally take a left turn of this podcast and go away from pinball and just talk about your relationship. No, nah, I don't. I mean, we, we had mom <laughs> issues a couple episodes ago. I don't need ago, counseling so. from Travis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that, yeah. So I don't, to wrap up Toy Story 4, I will say, my overall impression, I'm enjoying the game. If if you have a large collection or if like, I mean, it's hard from a money standpoint. Do I think it's a $12,000 game? No. I mean, there's a lot more game out there. I mean, people are sick of hearing it, but like Godzilla Premium, $9,000. There's a whole lot more in Godzilla than there is in Toy Story, both mechanically and code wise. But if you want Toy Story for your kids, your wife, your grandkids, it's Toy Story. Like it is, it does that well. Uh, it is a fun game, and um, I don't know. It can kind of lead us into our next topic, which well, is hold like... Hold on. Quick question, Joel. Yeah. All right. You have to choose. Are you ready? I'm, I'm... Yep. Okay. Toy Story 4. Yeah. Rush or Guns N' Roses? What are you keeping? <sighs> well, I know... I know the answer. I know my answer. My immediate answer was Toy Story, but I know that's going to piss both of you guys off. <laughs> because it's not, it's not no, no, me no, mad. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. To me, I, mean, I, I am so proud of you right now, Joel, because you're not sitting on the fence. You yeah. actually picked a side. <laughs> Tom, do yeah. we have hand claps for that? Uh, yeah. Timing. Oh, thank you. That was seamless. <laughs> You're a lot better with the with the curse word button. You're on you're on point with that. I can't believe you picked a side. That's just <laughs> no, that, uh, is a, so, that blows my mind. I thought for sure Tom he was going to answer. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, it, it I was know, almost it leading into that. No, I thought it was. I I've told it was. you before. 
my collection is heavily influenced by games that I want that I'm going to enjoy that also my friends and family would enjoy. And I and between you mean those like three everybody's games, collection, but not no. I've I've definitely met friends that they're like I don't buy games for other people. I buy them for me. Like that's their that's well, their view. Those are your single friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I mean, I understand that my friends and family will never be as passionate about pinball as I am. That's not going to happen. But it makes me happy that I had a game that my wife played on her own or that my kids actually want to watch play. And I'm sorry, Rush did not have that. And neither did GNR. Mm. Now, I had fun on those games. But I will be very interested. If you ask me the same question in three weeks, once I've gotten to the wizard mode, you know, that's that's a unique experience for me. There's only a handful of games that I've gotten to the wizard mode. And yeah, once you do it one or more times. Hold up. Did you just say you've been to a wizard mode before? Yes, I have. On what game? EMs uh, don't N- count. NBA fast break. I, I had an NBA fast break and I I got to the point where every single time I streamed it, I could get a ring. <laughs> every time. Bullshit. Uh, I, I, okay. I will send you a video. No, you're like, <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Absolutely. Yes. Every like I had that game figured out. I loved it. And it's, yeah, once you start, but I like, this is, this is not, I, I understand this will be hard for you guys to relate to because you guys can blow up every game you play, but not to true. have a game in your collection yeah, where there's you always Cosmos, like where, where there's always something that you haven't quite achieved, but just is like right there. It's motivating. And that's what keeps me coming back to it. And if I ever have a game where I just like, okay, I've seen everything in the game. Every time I play it somewhat similar, like it's probably not going to last in my collection. So I have no idea if if Toy Story, if I actually do get to the wizard mode more than once before it's gone, I, I may be completely turned off by the game. I don't know. But um, for right now, between those three, I would pick Toy Story. I'm not going to sit here, though, if you want to play a game like which game has the best code. I'm not going to say Toy Story is the answer. I'm just saying which one would make sense in my collection right now. Tom, Toy Story. Tom, he's going to totally change his answer next time we record. Mm, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hey, that's I I changed my answer. Like GNR, I know the first time that I talked about GNR, I was head over heels. And as as I had that game longer and longer, things changed. And I get it. I mean, that's exactly the same journey that the two of you guys went through when you guys had GNR. I feel like you GNR. Is that like the new new inbox honeymoon phase stage? It's called an abusive relationship, Tom. At first, Joel didn't like the game. And then he yeah, the first time you played it. I liked you. No, GNR, I was blown no, away. No, no, Rush, no, no. You went, you went on a full rant on this podcast. About what? <laughs> About GNR, the first time you played it. When with you your and friends. your brother went to play it, right? Oh, Adam? okay. When I the oh, first time see, I played it, no. Tom, abusive relationships. <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally in denial with the, what he knew before. The this first is why time we're I his played, friends. we need to have an intervention right now. Oh my goodness! The first time I played GNR was at an arcade. You couldn't hear it, and I had no idea what I was doing. That's very different than Look at the this. first now time he's you've had it in your house. He's justifying <laughs> now. That's I've like seen a bad. This, that's like a I've bad seen this first on YouTube. date versus actually, you know. Yeah, it just. All right, I'm clearly not going to make any any progress on this one, but no, 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 it, it's fine. You, you know, you, what? Did, you did, you didn't like it, and you totally forgot about that. Then yeah, you yeah. loved it, yep, and then you kind of didn't yeah. love it, and then you're just going back and forth. You just keep teasing this relationship with GNR, and <laughs> and now you're dating another pen with freaking Toy Story. You just yeah. 
He's going to. She basic. Telling you, Tom, let me tell you. He's, he's, he's going to get. You're going to come back again. to Rush, and you're going to. You're just going to have to apologize to get I Rush know. back. I know. No, I need a. I need to try a premium. Then, I know. It is. It's very interesting in the the Discord and the different chats that we have that it's. It is. I and this kind of yeah to kind of go to the next segment about code, but it's like Stern. I I know the three of us come off as Stern fanboys. But like they do a whole lot right, so they may not have nearly as flashy of a game as JJP, or may not put nearly as much time into I don't know the cosmetic side of it, or the light show, or all the bling and all that. But it's just the one thing Stern crushes is code, and their code is and just getting games out. That yes, they actually deliver games that you buy, and the code is just it's it's always good, and that's something that. I, what I found is some of these games really are super appealing because of the way they look and your first few experiences, but then you realize the code just isn't there or it's shallow or it's just not exciting or you don't have the moments and then you kind of fall out of love with it. But I just think Stern is so consistent and maybe this is a bad transition, but we actually had a question here and in, in, in our Discord chat and it's prompted, but it's just like, what is it about a game code wise that like really makes a game stand out or stay in your collection and i don't think depth is necessarily the right answer because some people have been really hard on toy story 4 saying there's not enough depth in the game but yet we had somebody in tpn that's like there's just as much depth in deadpool as there is in toy story and yet people love deadpool so why is that you know there are people that Deadpool, they love Deadpool, but it's not in their collection because they could beat it every single time they play it. But yet they still really like Deadpool. So I don't know. I've talked a lot. I talked a lot about Toy Story 4. So Tom, if you want to take this, go for it before Travis just talks out of his butt. I pass. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom Graff. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, Joel, you have a Deadpool. Yep. Like you tell us, what do you like about Deadpool? Well, I don't know. How do I sit on this fence? Um, what do I like about <laughs> Deadpool? I like that it I like the direction. That's the one thing that I really I personally am a fan of you're you're in a moment and you know like when you're in a battle, you know what you need to do. You know I'm in this battle. I need to do this to get out of the battle. And then as soon as you're out of the battle, then you're back to well, what do I want to do? Do I want to hit shots to this? Do I want to do this? Like it's like you have to make a decision, but then once you made that decision, you have a clearly defined path to follow for a while until you beat it or not. And then you get back. And there are other games that are just so open-ended at every moment. It's just like, it's hard for me to focus. And then you have other games that are super linear. Like you only have one path to go. And if you're playing the same first step of the path, every single time you hit start, that, that kind of gets old. Cause I don't want to see the same top, you know, first 20, 30% every single time I play the game. So I like some direction. I mean, that is something I am enjoying in Toy Stories. Once you're when you're in a carnival mode, you know what you need to do. Oh, Forky's lit right now. I know right now I have to focus on this, or right now I have to focus on that. But that's what I like about Deadpool. I feel like you have a lot of options that you can switch between what battles you want to pick. Mm-hmm. Like Turtles, yep. one thing I don't like about Turtles is you don't get to pick your episode. You know, when you when you start the episode, it just gives you one. Now you do. There Unless are two targets. Raphael. What? Unless you're Raphael. 
no. So Raphael is you. You don't have to hit your ramps before you start an episode. But right. the two targets to the in front of the left ramp. If you hit mm-hmm. those targets, you can technically pick your episode. You can change it. Yeah. You can change your episode. Just I like see. in Stranger Things. Technically, you can change your episode in Stranger mm-hmm. Things with the yep. pop bumpers in the back corner. But that's like that's not really controlled. Um, or it's not easily controlled. But maybe for you, Joel. You know, but for Deadpool, <laughs> like you get to pick your episode. So it's very much like, what do I I'm sick of playing Sabretooth. Let me focus on this. Or I have these power-ups. Let me focus on that. Or uh, like I like that. I really enjoy that more than just like I don't know, rolling the dice and seeing what you get. Yeah, and I mean that's one of the things too when you know we were when everybody's talking about it and comparing Toy Story 4 to Deadpool, it's just kind of like to me there's really not any comparison because in it's like Deadpool comparing apples to oranges. Well, more like maybe like an apple to a grape. I don't know. (laughs) Because in Deadpool, right, you have all these other options that you can do to get to the same place. You know, you have your team ups, you have four different team ups, right? And you can bring in all four of those if you want to, or one or none. You can choose to, to use whatever mode that you want to, or whatever battle that you want to do. Right. And then from there, you can choose whether or not you're going to do a little Deadpool multiball or not. Like a lot of people like yeah. doing certain stacks on that game. And that's the great thing about Deadpool is you have many different stacks that you can do and they're all viable. I mean, you could just go disco if you wanted to. I've seen people do disco all day before. I've seen that. I've seen people choose just to do, um, what is it? The T-Rex mode to where they just do hurry up collects. I've seen people opt for going for snick shots to try to get to three X five X, whatever, just to blow things up. But you're talking about points, but even if you talk about just working your way through the game, it's not a clearly defined path. Then we can say even working through the game because you still got to play everything. So then you can make choices on how quickly you want to do that. You can bring in Wolverine for double damage and then you can choose to go saber tooth and put it into the pops, you know, to get it done quick. You can choose to use your booms at different places to make the modes go quicker or just to get you an easier shot sequence. I mean, there's so much that you can do in Deadpool that leads to choice. And that's my big gripe with Toy Story. It doesn't really feel like I have choice. Can it you, just feels can like you I'm playing my seven your modes. carnival mode before you no. start it? No. Well, can't. It you, tells you, can, you what it's going to be. I, yeah, and I think you can basically switch it based on how many tickets you have. I think if you have enough tickets, oh, okay. it'll take it to your top tier. I how think. do you get tickets? Don't quote me on that. Shoot the ramps. Ramps. Yeah. Shoot the ramps. Yeah. But I, it's but the but you've pointed out before the carnival mo- modes in Toy Story. There's not a defined link of like, oh, this carnival mode is going to give me this perk. So right. at the end, when you beat a carnival mode, you can do a character collect, and the different characters give you different perks. But it's totally random. So if you're telling yourself like, hey, before I want, before I play Carnival Multi Ball, I want to have Duke Kaboom because Duke Kaboom is auto restart. So if right. you drain out, you get you get to keep going. If that's like your goal, you have no control over actually getting him. Um, it you might or you might not. I mean, you, you have a little bit. You got to do some stuff. Like you got to hit that loop, and that'll relight your your left end lane. To, for the Duke, to collect the Duke, the Duke Kaboom character. Yeah, it'll relight it. But I'm saying the character collect. The character collect at the end oh, of the where you have to do like five mode. in a row. No, it's when you complete a mode, you get a character. Mm-hmm. Duke Kaboom's yeah. one of those characters. Right. Now, uh, now this is something I don't know is right. At least last time I played, Duke Kaboom was auto reset. I have no idea if next time I play the game, if I collect the character Duke Kaboom, he may not be auto reset. I don't know. 
<laughs> that's that's the rare thing of it, like one of the one of the modes is uh milk milk jugs or something where you're milk throwing jug. a ball yep. so like it's not like milk jugs jugs every time you beat it you get jesse it's not that's not a thing so it's you you could get any character it doesn't right characters aren't tied to certain modes yeah, yeah. and th- and so that's where yeah. it and that goes back to one of the things about rules is pattern recognition and that's what a lot of tournament players rely on and so that's kind of what threw me off when i first started playing toy stories i realized that it didn't really seem like anything was tied into each other to where if i did this i knew this was going to happen or i was going to get this like i wasn't going to get the the sequence that i wanted in order to collect what i needed to advance me further in the game and so there, I, I mean, I don't know. There might be something there that I just need to pay attention closer, but I find myself on Toy Story just basically choosing to play through the game and then just take what it's giving me yeah. at that time rather than setting any one thing up just because it doesn't really seem like that there's a ton to set up because you know you can get, like you talked about this earlier, Joel, you know you can finish your spinners, right? And then you know that you just got to keep hitting ramps to eventually get enough tickets to start one of your carnival modes on that left uh, left ramp. And then you know that you're going to hit the captive ball to spin the wheel and get something started there. So, I mean, really the only time that I find myself doing anything truly strategic on there is just deciding, okay, when am I going to decide it's finally time to rescue Forky? Which I usually save that for last because Forky just sucks. But (laughs) other than that, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. I find myself even playing the carnival stuff. I don't really pay attention to what power-ups I have and, and all that. Yeah, it just, yeah. I just don't worry about it. And that's why I was, and I, I talked about this too on the discord that I was hoping that after beating everything, you would get something out of that. You know what I mean? Like some kind of feature, some kind of like, I don't know, not like a secret mode, but just anything. And it didn't really seem like anything happened other than the normal, the normal way that the game is supposed to operate. Yeah. I mean, Zach, Zach beat the mini, Zach beat the mini wizard mode, which was then you're technically starting over. You have to do all seven things again. Apparently each one's a little harder. And then you have to get to the wizard mode again to like actually officially beat the game. But when he reset, it just seemed like we're like, okay, it's back to square one. But I, to me right now, the only thing that I'm seeing when I hit start, the only thing that I'm trying to ask myself is how early do I want to focus on trying to get super loops on the wheel? Because it's it's interesting when the wheel's lit, it's like, oh, extra ball's lit. Should I take that right now? Or should I try yes. to spin the wheel again and go for super loops? Or hey, always just take the extra ball. I I normally always like the extra ball makes way more sense in my world, but like the outlane ball save, that's something where it's like unlimited kickback. Should I take that or should I hit the captive ball? Like, cause super loops, you kind of want to get that as soon as possible because you need to work away, you need to chip away at all 15 of those you have to get. So if you get to ball three and you haven't even started that, it's like, okay, buckle up here. I'm going to have to grind away to see if I can get to this. But it's, I don't know. I, I, we are, like, I still feel like we're somewhat early in the code, but yet the code very much so feels, if they said it's complete, I could understand it being complete. Like there is a full game there, but yet I am curious to see how they, or if Joe, Joe Katz, like how he potentially changes or adapts to this code one way or the other. Um, based on feedback but hey if if the goal at the end of the day was make a game that's accessible to the general public they they crushed it it's a game that that's easy to shoot 
clearly defined objectives and it's freaking toy story like i people are gonna love this game um maybe not you two uh, as top 25 players but there's a lot 26. of people that will <laughs> top 30 20. players there you go um so i don't know i i'm i'm excited to play it more but i will say maybe i don't i'm not trying to sound cocky but i do actually think that the wizard mode is within my reach before zach swaps it out for another game and take that as you as you will as whether or not that's a game worth owning in your collection um but i i would say if you have in your collection there's a good chance your your friends and family or your kids they're all probably going to really enjoy it because it's toy story toy story 4 did, what did your daughter say, uh, Travis? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, because I was telling Monica in front of them, I was like, you know, hey, we need to consider selling Toy Story. Let's just go ahead and let's move on to the next game. And then Monica's like, no, I think I want to keep it. And then my daughter spoke up and she was like, yeah, I want to keep it too. Let's just sell Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. holy crap. But, you know, I mean, before everybody freaks out, you know, my, my daughter's also six and has asked Santa Claus to take her legs away so she can be a mermaid, too. So uh. she's not exactly the best judgment on on what we should have in our pinball collection. So she takes more after her dad than her mom. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> No, I I get it. I get it. It's it's a weird thing. I mean, just being a pinball owner or potential collector, it is it's it's a weird like I love the games I have, but I feel like I constantly in my head you have this battle of is there a better game? Is there a game that I would potentially enjoy more? Is there a game that my family would potentially enjoy more? Like what is your perfect collection? What uh, is there are you will, will, every will you ever Owen be pin. every Owen pin, yeah. Would you ever as a collector, will you ever be satisfied with your collection? Because games keep coming. So having that in your head, it's it's a struggle. I mean, this is what I'm saying about rule set, though. And um, I know there was a quote um, that somebody said in our Discord. And they just said, because people argue pinball moments versus rules. I know Zach is huge on, on, on moments and versus code. You know, it's like, I don't care about the code. I don't care about jackpots. I don't care about this or that. All I care about is the moments. All I care about is progression. And there was somebody in our Discord that basically said, the, the best code has great moments that reward you with good points. Like, make the moments worth a lot of points. And that's what's going to be the most enjoyable. You know, if you just have a moment that's worth nothing, it's going to get old really quick. But they should be, they should work hand in hand. And um, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that comment? Tom's thinking. I can tell. Tom, what well, do you think? I I don't know. I I don't get the whole moments thing. I mean, I mean, I get it, but it it's just once you see it, it's kind of like okay, the moment's gone. I want to keep the moments going. You know, and I think some of that's with deeper code, but that's well, just my opinion. Maybe that's, you know, maybe a moment's unique. Like sometimes a moment, obviously like Godzilla, the building going down, that's a moment. Like that's a cool thing. Now I understand but, well, you guys have both, you know, dropped that building like a hundred plus times. So right. watching it move probably doesn't mean much to you. Right. One of the, one of the greatest moments in pinball is probably the Adams family. When thing comes out, grabs that ball, yeah. takes it, you know. Um, but to me... It's not 
a great moment anymore because I've seen it 550 million times. Yeah. You know, so but what about, what about what Tom like, saying is we need more Joel. We need more <laughs> pinball and it needs to come out. <laughs> well, manufacturers, everybody listening, just keep producing pinball. That way Tom can keep having his new moments. That's right. I think where the hell's the next turn? It's well, hopefully coming, but <laughs> I think, but like moments now, like light shows really impact moments, audio or audio cues really act, you know, um, really make moments. Even like Avengers when, um, the Hulk spinner is what is that gamma blast or whatever? It's the gamma ray. Is that there it? you go? Gamma ray. Got it. When that's lit, like the amount of attention and choreography of making yeah. that shot, like you need to hit this shot and then ripping a spinner feels good, but ripping a spinner when that whole sound, you know, is building up and you feel timed and pressure and light show, they made that a moment. Right. And if you do it right, it's worth good points. But otherwise, it's just, I mean, you hit the left out, you hit the left uh, orbit in that game all the time. And majority of the time when you hit it, it doesn't feel anything, but that, they made that a moment. So are the best moments audio and visual cues? Or are they some toy that's in the game? Because everybody wants toys. Toys and mechs definitely help. And and it's normally it's helped, like, when you step up to Godzilla, you see that building, you're like, uh, how do I get that to move? Like, how do I, I want to, how do I see that thing? Or you, you know, you see an upper play field. You're like, how do I get to that? How do I, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to see what that does. But I understand once you've seen what it does multiple times, it's right. not as enjoyable, but I, I agree. I think the cinematography, the light show, I mean, that's something I really like about JJP games is I, I really enjoy the light show. I think they kill it on that. And there's moments even like Tiki ball or Tiki, whatever, multi ball. In this, it's virtual pinball. Tiki party. I, t- tiki party multiple. <laughs> I, I hate the virtual pinball part. It's, Number it, three I, of three. Oh I, oh, sorry, I don't know the exact <laughs> word. But anyways, I don't like Send the virtual pinball part. Send your triple drain at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't enjoy the the virtual pinball part. But once you get out of that and you're actually in the multiball, the light show is really cool. And you're trying to like explode this volcano. Like they make it kind of a cool experience because the game visually sounds mm-hmm. and looks different than it normally does. I like how do you, it. How do you like the sounds during Tiki ball? I like it. Like, I think it's you, a, you, you like the sounds during Tiki party multiball. Should I not like, the no, sounds? I'm just asking you. I think it's a fun, enjoyable experience. The, the sounds. Apparently, not, the sounds the, are garbage. What am I hearing? Uh, uh, I apparently right now. Travis here's the thing. does not it's a like fl- the yeah, sound. This is a. I currently no, I'm just, in I'm my just head, asking if because <laughs> I'm making sure because you're talking about virtual pinball and then playing. No, no, no. I'm just making the sure we're very specific. Part, the We're virtual talking about part the sucks. sounds right now. No, the virtual part sucks. But as soon as you get your switch hits and it actually starts an actual multi ball on the table, like that, I enjoy that part. I like. Okay, Am I so you like, like you, you like that? Yeah, you can like whatever you want. You like <laughs> the multi-ball like part. Yes. No, I'm just like, I'm just making sure you understood I was asking you about the sounds to it. Because you're yes. just talking about the multi-ball part. No. I'm, the, I'm that, talking about audio. That it Maybe that's what I'm saying. You know, when I was talking back to the Hulk spinner, that moment between the audio cues and the light show make that shot feel different than every other time you shoot that shot. And so gotcha. in the so Tiki Ball multi-ball, Tiki Party multi-ball, the the whole all the light show is like a burning orange and red and the sounds are different and it's you're focusing on like it doesn't feel like you're in a carnival anymore you're you have a volcano that you're fighting good tom yeah so so we're talking moments right and uh you're talking 
visual and lighting, which which I agree with. I mean, they're they're they they pull you into the game, but like a game like Guns and Roses, initially you were like, yeah, this is awesome, and then all of a sudden it was like you, you fell out of love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my thing is, you know, what keeps you coming back to a game? What are the moments that just keep you coming back? See, I think for me, it's like trying to get to something and then it's like, oh, I know I just needed one more shot. Now yeah. I'm going to try to go do it again. Yeah. It's, it, it's literally games to where the journey is fun to get to the wizard mode. Right. Or a home environment. That's what's fun. And that this right Wait, here, you're too. you're a tournament player. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> see, Tom, you knew what I was about to say. We're going to dispel a myth right now. Joel Rogan, here's here's the myth we're going to dispel. And every tournament player out there, especially every A-level tournament player, is going to get up out of their seats or probably pull their car over and get out and start cheering. <laughs> nice, Tom. <laughs> Thank you, wow, Tom. He was Perfect. ready. He, nice. So, well of course, in tournaments, all tournament players care about is points. But I promise you, in order to get to a wizard mode, it's not all about points. And a lot of people love getting to wizard modes and you have to actually get through tasks and those tasks have to be fun to do. The sequence that they're in, the stacks that are possible, bringing a multi-ball in, picking what path you want to go to, picking what mode you want to use, picking out different strategies, picking out how to use your extra balls. All of that comes in and generally none of it has anything to do with points. Now, sometimes it does in some instances, but more or less, you just need to finish modes and you need to progress through the game. And that's the big difference. And that's what a lot of people need to understand that when you're looking for a game for the home environment and you're wondering what could last long in your collection, those are the type of games from a modern standpoint that can last a long time in your collection. Now, when we're talking about moments in a pen, right, that will keep you coming back for more. Now we're going to get a little bit deeper into it because now we're talking about solid states or EMs to where it has to have something fun in there in order to stay because most of your solid states, they have a very shallow code. It's, they're all very basic. I mean, some of them got a nuance to it, no doubt, but at the end of the day, it needs to be fun. And a lot of them just have one or two shots that are just a lot of fun. Like take Paragon, for instance, the fun part in that is tap passing and then go into your inline targets or ripping the spinner. Take Meteor. Build that fun. bonus up. Yeah, exactly. Meteor, ripping the spinner. That's fun. Even in Stars. a home environment, it can be fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, and that's the thing. That's that's the big difference. So I think a lot of times when we're talking about what fun is today and what's fun for the home environment, and we're talking about from a modern pinball standpoint, the journey to the end has to be fun. And that's something that Elwin has figured out. Yeah. That's why his, I mean, besides the design and everything, the reason why a lot of high level players and everybody else praises the code is not just because it's balanced, but it's actually fun to explore the entire code. It's fun to play the whole thing. And that's not a depth thing. That's a breadth thing. Yeah. I mean, we're talking to like th- this code is super wide because you can choose all kinds of different ways you want to go. And that's why Deadpool is that game right behind you, Joel. That's why a lot of people love the game as well, because you can choose to go through all kinds of different pathways and you can choose different stacks. And for me personally, 
That's what keeps me coming back to a game more than anything. I would be willing to bypass theme if that element is there. If the layout is fun and the rule set that is with it makes it fun to play, for me, that, I mean, that means a lot. And let's face facts, these pens, they're not cheap. So yeah. if you're paying out that type of money, you want entertainment that's going to last a long time. Well, not only that, but it's... Don't, 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 no, don't do that. He doesn't need, he doesn't need that, Tom. Joel, <laughs> quit being a... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys have soundboards and you just uh, you've had these for a long time but well done uh, you, you. your timing flawless right there travis thank you joel well i, I appreciate I, it joel thank you what i we've said this before most pinball collectors you either run out of money or you run out of space and like for me it's space so it's or sanity game, or sanity yeah <laughs> what game justifies the space in my lineup and to me i want to have I want to have a game that I can tackle in different ways. And that's what, like, I like that about turtles because I have four different turtles I can pick from. I also have half shell challenge. I also can go straight to the final battle. Like there, every time I hit start, I can choose different options of how I want to kind of conquer that game. You obviously kind of have that. We've been saying that a lot with Deadpool. Now, what surprised me though, is like TNA, Total Nuclear Annihilation somehow fits the bill, even though it's like the most linear game ever, but yet I still really Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Maybe because it really just gives me two options at any time. Am I focusing on the reactor or the multiball? That's it. That's enough for me to keep coming back. And, but we were talking about that earlier. It's your Tom made the comment. Like, I always feel like I'm one shot away from the next step. Like that next goal, I can keep climbing up that ladder. Nope. And um, it, that's what keeps drawing me back. I destroyed four reactors. I, I know I can do more. It was right there. Or yeah, yep. I'm on five. If I could light six, I get my extra ball. But I understand if I was Escher Lefkoff and I can just just like I yeah every time I touch the game I can You're get all nine reactors. You're talking about somebody who's on a high tier monk level. <laughs> I don't <laughs> godlike level. But they're compared to the yeah. normal human being. He's not normal. Yeah, what he can do though, I get it. There are some people though that if every time they play TNA they beat it or they beat it, I don't know, twenty five percent of the time they hit the start button, it may not be as enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. But. I don't know. There's code. I'm yes, it's, it's a challenge. Um, but I think one of, one of the things that brought this up is people are criticizing the code in toy story. They're saying it's shallow, but realistically, like any game before 1995 had code that's shallower than this. Well, I mean, that's I mean, the way that they meant for the game to be anyways, because they want it to be accessible and they want it to be understandable. I mean, all that, there's nothing in the game if somebody plays it for at least 10 games, you're going to know exactly what to do. But yeah. that that in itself, though, there's pros and cons to that. Because the con to it, if you discover everything early on within the first 25 games, now you're playing with borrowed time to where how long are you going to play this and keep enjoying it? Yeah, And that's the difference between some of these other games. When you can pick and choose your stacks to do, that's what creates longevity, even if you know the rule set inside and out. Because it's almost like playing chess. You're choosing different openings. Yeah. And that's, that's the big difference. You're choosing different mid-games. But I will say, the, the one thing about the code on Toy Story that I actually really do like, and I wish other coders would kind of adopt this, I do like that after, I think it's three plunges, yes. that it'll just auto-plunge it. So you can't stay yeah. up there all day long yep. measuring out a plunge. missing. And I do that all the time too. But I love that it puts the pressure on that you've got to do this 
in three plunges or it's just going to say, yeah, it's just going to say F you, I'm launching the ball. We're going. Yep. So I I would love that because I've always had this idea for a design and I, maybe you guys can tell me if this has been done already, but I've always wondered what if you had a game to where you had two separate types of plunges to where maybe you have like a couple plunges that you can do after a skill shot. But if it keeps coming in the shooter lane, guess what? Now that ball's not going to go up top. It's going to all of a sudden just auto plunge into like a Steve Ritchie, like off stand-up targets and just be totally out of control because you've spent so much time trying to measure it up and trying to hit it as some type of skill shot. Like I always thought something like, like that would be cool because you automatically have risk reward yeah. right at the start button before but, you even get the ball out there on the play field. But you're saying the automatic plunge is a dangerous one because obviously like toy story no, i'm opposite. saying like imagine there's like some type of diverter ah. in the shooter lane to where it diverts instead of it going up top or hitting like maybe like a saucer or whatever it could be sure. imagine instead of the toy story one because if it auto plunges you're not out of control all it's doing is just saying okay you're taking too much time i'm going to auto plunge this around it's going to come around to your right flipper imagine if it's if Star also Wars, there's a, it's, it's gonna yeah out imagine of there's yeah. a diverter yeah and it just goes and it just sends the ball completely out of control yeah. like to me that would be that would be cool to have on at the very beginning of a game it would be cool for a tournament player, but obviously, like, there's plenty of there's plenty of novice people that step up to a pinball machine and have no concept of even how well, it starts. They would so, just full plunge yeah. and swat, anyways. Yeah, They're not yeah. measuring up their plunge for a skill shot. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah, no, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Do you guys have anything else about code? I mean, we could talk about code forever. It's it's everybody. I love code. I every, love rules. Yes, code is clearly Joel. Joel I love pinball rules. I know you do. You don't know. No, Joel, (laughs) I love pinball rules. Okay. I I know you do. Okay. Good. I just understand me then. I understand. You see, we're, we're able to communicate and there's no tone or anything. (laughs) I don't know what your wife's talking about, about you having a tone. (laughs) I don't either. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. No, it's, there's, I have a lot of respect for the designers out there, the coders out there, because this is, what a tough job. What a tough job to use. You have to react to the design you're given and you have to create a fun and enjoyable uh, experience for such a huge range of players. And the challenge is the moment that you hone in on one, you're going to get ripped apart by the others. I mean, like oh, Avengers, yeah. there are people that game is coded in a way that it's probably a tournament player's dream. It's incredible. But yet there's so many people that own that game. They're like, it's too complicated. I have no idea what I'm doing. Where am I supposed to hit the gym? And they get really upset because it's too it's too complicated. Or you go the opposite where you give them a very easy spelled out game. And then you get, oh, this code is shallow and it's, you know, it's, I have no options and blah, blah, blah. Well, so it's kind of like what we balance. talked about before about Munsters too, yeah. where a lot of people said, oh, the, the code's really shallow, shallow, this and that. But then if you ask them, okay, what's your strategy on it? A lot of them wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. They, they would just be like, I just know that it's shallow. Like that's, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's like the reality is, is it's difficult to code, to come up with rule sets no matter what. And I don't envy anybody that does that at all because one it is so difficult and two because you have idiots like us that will just talk about the code and just try to yeah you know we know get, better yeah, yeah get, give our <laughs> give our opinions on it but i mean it's just one of those things that it's just it's a crazy ass job once you think about it because imagine if somebody just like commented on our jobs made a podcast about it to talk about or wrote something <laughs> on a message board you know what yeah. i mean or a facebook Wait. post or 
or they angry do that pen already. side post. Yeah, and how how well are we responding to that feedback that we're that we're getting? We're doing great. Yeah. We're doing great. Tom's really edited himself. There's this how time. I'm responding to it. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> I've censored myself really well. I, I I I think I've been extraordinarily humble this yeah. this podcast, and I've been on my A game. Yeah, you're top three easily. Yeah. Number two, at least. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's transition into Tom's something. number one. Love you, Tom Graf. <laughs> we all know. We all know Tom's. The, yeah. We all know Tom's number one. The Tom like leg keeps of the three, this show going. Three legged stool. He knows. Joel, yeah. do you remember when we did a podcast without Tom? I tried we to got, get it. We got so much hate mail after that. <laughs> People know, were like we're angry. Just, a lot of it was just writing it to ourselves. We just felt. <sighs> <laughs> I know. All right. I know. Well, this is a segment that people have been wanting. They've been like, where's this at? What's going on? And to be honest, it's a good segment. And I don't know why we don't do it more. Well, actually, I do because it's work. But uh, here we go. Let's just dive right in. Welcome to Triple Burger. How can I help you? Yeah, can I get the combo, please? Did you want the single, the double, or the triple? (laughs) I think I'll have the triple combo. Yeah. Are you done? Yep. Pull ahead, please. Still the best, still the best sound thing that we've been given. I mean, Jason Libel killed it. By the way, we plugged his album last uh, last episode. And I actually got a message. There's some people Neon that listened to it and really enjoyed it. Yeah. So Neon Dale, yes, thank you, Tom. Well done. So yeah, thanks again, Jason, for making that. But triple combo, triple combo, back and better than ever. The reason we don't do it is because it always ends up being a long segment, and we always have a conversation of like, should we just make it a separate thing? Or you know what? If we ever make, we're gonna a video make it podcast, a Patreon, and everybody's gonna have to pay us for it. That's what's gonna go. happen. There we go. Yeah. Well, if we ever do a video podcast, we'll Only probably split fans, it out. Triple combo. <laughs> triple combo. Go. All right. Okay. So uh, we take off to, a piece of clothing. Yeah, as you yeah. Thanks, Travis. Every every tournament player I play now is going. Hey, guess what? I listened to Triple Combo, and then they beat me on the game. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so. We are going to do a triple combo. We're actually going to do a triple combo on Godzilla. Um, now, there's plenty of games we haven't done yet, but Godzilla is one that people have requested. So uh, we're just going to dive on in. Uh, so if anybody's you know new to this segment, triple combo, we're basically going to break it down into three ways. The three ways you can attack this game. So I'm going to go first. It's basically if you had a friend or family member, a novice that stepped up to the pin, why are you pointing at the camera, Tom? I'm pointing at you. <laughs> yeah, it's so I'm awkward, setting though. you up. It's I'm getting hyped around. for you. I know. I'm getting hyped for you. It's, it's you still... complain about seeing my shoulder blade, and now I'm like getting you hyped up for this. And you're uh, Tom. Typically, when he moves his no, hands, we got to be nice. Attention, right? So I'm trying to give him the attention. No, 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 no. When I do that, <laughs> I need to do this. Oh, he holds his hand. <laughs> hey, you're Mister Rogers. Why are you Mister Rogers? To, to Mister Rogers is the name he typed in the chat. Because Mr. Rogers is nice. That's oh, why. yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. He gives out comfies. <laughs> oh, I was going to love that comfy. He's like Thank the you, nicest Travis, guy sorry. in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the it's neighborhood. True. Yep. Okay. Oh, so, that's what it is. I thought it was the nicest guy in the neighborhood. No. No? No. It's a beautiful well, day in the neighborhood. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. You're, beep it. You're too late, oh. man. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Thank Okay. We got it. We nailed it. Yep. Okay. So triple combo. So we're going to break down the game in three ways. So I'm going to go first. It's basically friends or family. Like if a novice stepped up to this game, what do you tell them to do? If you have a friend that's like Joel, this is who it's for. So what do I do? 
So, okay, so Godzilla for a novice. What what is in Godzilla that people can enjoy? Um, I I'm going to talk about the premium just because there's a lot more in the premium for people to enjoy right off the bat. Um, so building the building mech, that's a cool mech. You can make that fall down, and to do that, you literally just hit up the middle. Technically, you can you can damage the building by hitting the ramps, but otherwise, all you have to do, you know, your wife steps up to the table and, or the pinball machine. She's like, "What what do I want to see here?" Just hit the building. Just literally just keep hitting the building. What you will see is after you hit it enough, it's going to lower. You hit it again, it's going to throw a ball up on top. It's a cool physical ball lock. You hit it again, it throws another one up there. And boom, you hit it one more time. You get Godzilla multiball. So very, very cool, visually appealing thing. Blue Blue Oyster Cult, the song Godzilla comes on. It's just all around. It's a great moment um, to experience. So, and it's very easy to I like tell somebody what to do. Um, a few other things that you get to see in that process, when you hit the building, that ball actually comes out the back of the building, whips around to the left. And then the magna grab or the, the, isn't magna grab, right? That is that the terminology? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. The magna grab will grab that ball and kind of then fling it back up the left. And it's three. What are just, what are you saying? He's saying you're the third best. Third best. Thank God. I just third bet top three top three okay so the magna grab will like whip that ball around and that's something i mean it's that's that's unique to this game that's not in any other game to see the mag i mean people love magnets so to see that ball whip around is really neat and then it also feeds that upper flipper so they have a chance at that upper loop shot which is pretty sick um so that alone just telling them just aim for the building there's a good chance they're going to see the magna grab and the building um other things they can do the mecha godzilla target um Basically working on that, you just keep hitting that. So you're going to hit the spinner. It's going to fly up. Um, it'll turn. You get to see a turn. You get to hit the targets. You can basically just kind of point them in that direction and just say, just keep hitting that. And when you see his little tummy finally grab the ball, another magnet, pretty cool to see. That's a moment in itself. Um, I mean, that's kind of enough for a novice just to get him going or get him excited to keep playing that game. Otherwise, just tell him like, pay attention because when they drain the videos are really funny i just to me they did a really like keith we've talked about this before some of his early games i kind of felt like he didn't really put a ton for the novice player or there wasn't like avengers there wasn't anything i could like tell a novice player hey do this and it's super exciting but i think he crushed it with godzilla i think there's a lot there for the novice player not to mention you got the bridge moving um i don't know that's probably enough what i will say is he hasn't finished the code yet and in in his other games he had like mini wizard modes or modes that you could just get to by holding in the flippers and getting to like a challenge mode he did escape nublar and then uh battle royale i think is what it was in avengers so it wouldn't if you're listening to this later on when he does complete the code get to 1.0 i would guess there will be some sort of challenge mode in there that somebody can play so the mini wizard modes are in the game already Correct, but I will yeah. be curious if Just those... not the final, right, final. Correct, correct. But like, Wizard I don't mode. know if he'll have uh, what is it, the Mecha Godzilla mode, Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Like, I don't know if he'll if he'll have those be the challenge modes that you can just oh, warp straight to essentially by holding in the flippers, or if he'll have a completely different mode that you'll get to experience. I don't know. That's that now, hasn't come. Have out you yet. ever done the uh, DJ mixer on oh, Godzilla? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's actually no, pretty cool. 
just so yeah, you can I, listen to the songs? Well, that and the lights actually move oh. with it too. They have like different light shows and stuff. Okay, maybe you know, maybe hey, when I get my Godzilla premium, whenever that's going to happen, maybe that's the first thing I'll do. Yeah, just put on, you know, old school orchestra, <laughs> Godzilla main theme and just, you know, sit back. Yeah, just relax. And if you're feeling really hyped, put it on the rock version. Let's go. Okay. Well, that's it. So, triple combo. I've done my part. I get to shut up now. So, we're going to transition from me to wizard mode. So, wizard mode, this wizard is mode? wizard um, mode. I thought we'd do the tournament strategy first. Yeah, no, tournament's do. the last. Nobody cares about tournament. So, oh, he's he's changed it, Tom. Is it really? I'm, is this I always in the production was, notes? Yeah. I thought it was we, like casual play to now advanced wizard mode play, and then you do tournament strat last. No, fine. Do what you want. <laughs> do what whoever, whichever one of you wants to go next. All right, go I'll ahead. I'll go with the. All right, we we just gotta we gotta record the segment again, Tom. <laughs> okay. Just pick it from the top. Everybody, we're gonna start over here. Start the whole podcast over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm not going to be able to do this justice. So uh, a cheap pop going out to Carl D'Angelo from IE Pinball. You want to go watch his streams of Godzilla. He absolutely murders this game. He, he explains everything. You're going to want to go watch him after you listen to this. But... After saying that, let's go over the tournament strategies. So first of all, uh, you want to hit your rams and uh, start start a battle. And uh, you do that by hitting the scoop. Uh, once you're, once you're uh, in your first tier battle, you want to select one of the four. Uh, there's Ebra with the spinners. There's uh, Gigon with the ramps. Uh, Megalodon is kind of like a combo. And uh, Travis, you laughing at me? No, Travis Oh, no, left. he left. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> no, I went to go get a Dr. Pepper. Oh, I, that's what I heard. Anyways. Yeah, no, it's it's zero, though. Monica said I got fat, so I'm on a diet. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if you'd stop drinking 10 beers, you know... Is that why your camera water, hasn't baby. worked for so many episodes? <laughs> Where <What>? was I? <laughs> You said Geigen, and then you were on. Uh, you were going you said, through the, the oh, tier I, one. I Megalodon, but I think Meg- you meant Megalon. Meg- yeah. yeah, what's his name? Whatever his name. Megalon. Is. It's always good yeah. when you correct somebody, Travis, and can't yeah. say it yourself. Joel, <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. Words. Hey, top three. Top three. After Dave. What's the other one? Now I'm having a brain fart. All I know the is yeah. Did you say that yeah. one? Oh my god, that the, one. my favorite yeah. one. That's the one you literally play. <laughs> 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 All right, end this segment right now. Now, uh, Titanosaurus, uh, Titanosaurus, you're gonna hit basically targets, uh, and then finish up on the magnet grab. It's like five shots, right? Yeah, five shots. A lot yeah. of points. A lot of yeah. points. Uh, and then as you as you go through those modes, you can also uh, bring an ally in and the best ally in a tournament is usually the 2x scoring yeah. uh, but you can also get an add a ball for multi-ball or uh light your left out lane with the mothra save mothra save it's the best yeah so uh, between those four tiers though is is one of those competitively like i'm assuming like it's keith he probably made them all even but is there a straight uh, like do you always go one over the other four I've been taking Titanosaurus more so, but um, I would take Abra 
Uh, it just depends on the game setup. If the spinners are really juicy and spinny, I'll take Ebra. But if I hit one of them and it only spins three times, I'm avoiding yeah. it. So, but I think uh, Travis during his like billion point strategy that he's been given Dennis Creasel, he's Geigen all day. So yeah, I like I like opening Ge- up with Geigen. Okay, personally, just, um, just because you can you can stack jet jet fighters. With it early on, too, because after you get five, then you light your ally. And plus, if you're on a premium, if you get your first lock lit, that lowers down the building. So you could technically just ramp out the right ramp for your eight shots on Geigen. Right. But that's only on the premium, though. Only on the premium. So if you're on the pro, then you just ski jump over from right to left. Right. That's what I like to do. But I think that says a lot. I mean... It, it sounds like all four are viable, so it's it's nice that there isn't a def, yeah. de- definitive tier. But is the goal when you're doing the tier one battle is the goal to complete just complete the mode, or is there a way to like maximize the points when you're in that mode? Well, I think you want to complete your mode because then you can. Uh, doesn't that increase your destruction jackpot? Yeah, that and it also gives you like I, I mean you get a lot of points from completing a mode too. I mean, it's all True. of them. They have finishing blows, so it's and it's, it's worth it to it, go ahead. There's and finish. a time bonus too for correct the the faster you do it. And then uh, awesome. moving on from that, you you also have your uh, you you have your tank multi ball, which you have to hit the lit tank targets, I believe, ten times, and then hit the uh, scoop when it's flashing. Uh, the the tank symbol will flash at the scoop to start that multi-ball. Uh, you have your bridge multi-ball, which is just basically um, collecting a number of spinners, or not spinners, switches, and um, uh, hitting the the magnet to progress through the, uh, the, uh, the bridge. Um, and then you also have your Tesla or your power, uh, and that's hitting the three stand-up targets, the two in front of the building and the one off to the side of the, the right ramp. So you just hit each one of those one time, or how do you... you? You have to hit them as a set. So you have to complete, I think I think it's two sets to get into the first one. Tesla strike? Yep. And that's... So all four of those tasks, though, are unique per city. So you can battle one character... You can do tank multi ball. You can do bridge multi ball. You can do Tesla yep. strike and, you and, can, can you, and the building too, right? Right. Yeah. So you can do all those while within one city. And then you, well, you can keep doing them. And that's a strategy to try to increase your score because you get the carnage bonus. And that's all in one. Because that's, that's what I was trying to figure out is from a, tur- from a tournament standpoint, does it make sense to bounce between cities or does it make sense to just stay in one city the whole time? For me, I, yeah, it, it, I guess it depends on how the game's playing, but for me, I would continue through the cities, um, just to get the destruction jackpot up. Although does, does, I, I guess this is a question. Does do the tanks and the, and the, those, do those multiple, uh, multiple, yeah, now I can't talk. Multiply? Multiple. No, yeah. Do, does your multiplier, uh, increase for completing the other stuff? 
I would think so. Yeah. Within the yeah. same city. Okay. I'm not sure if that carries over or not. I need to look deeper into it, but I know within the same city, it, it all goes together. So the deeper that you get in all your multi balls, it just adds on to the score on your um, carnage and your carnage. collects or whatever you call it. Yeah. Or annihilation. What, whatever that's called, whenever you're hitting the shots afterwards, just so watch IE pinball yeah, and you'll so, be fine. <laughs> so Travis, when you played it in that tournament the other day and you left my name on the score mm -hmm. table, um, what did you do? Did you stay within a city or were you bouncing around? So my general strategy is just to get out of Tokyo immediately. Like I don't want to stay in there. I'm not worried about collecting a large carnage bonus or anything like that. So the big reason why I personally like to start with Gigan early on is because it's at the ramps, so I'm hitting a shot without getting out of control. In Ebra, the reason why I don't like picking that for my first one is because one of the shots, you're going to be out of control immediately, which is that left spinner. Right. So your center spinner, you can control. The right spinner, you can control also for the most part. But the left one, it just it sends it, sends it off into the middle of the play field, and then you're kind of having to get back under control but i like Geigen just because you can stay under control you can keep hitting a ramp over and over again and then you can stack it up with your jet fighter which you hit five of those you'll light your allies so something like that but i don't I like i'd doing. also say or add in that Geigen's probably the least amount of points out of the four mode it is but what you also do you make progress to your godzilla multi-ball because you're hitting a True. ramp and you're building progress towards that so my goal is to always just do that first, get it out of the way, and then I get my collect. Because you can basically do your final shot at the right or left ramp, wherever, and then your destruction jackpot, your very first one's immediately lit. And so you can basically just combo it straight in there, and then you're good to go from there. And then if you have an, al an ally lit at that point, as soon as you hit the scoop, you're not only changing cities, but you might end up having a 2x or... Mothra, or even getting your Attaball ready to go because you might already have Godzilla multiball lit at the uh, at the building also. So you change cities, and then once you're in a new city, you're immediately trying to get back into a battle? Yeah, just depending on where I'm at. I mean, I personally like to try to hold off on Godzilla multiball for as long as I can within reason and try to get a tank multiball going or even a bridge attack. Is anything else because if I can do that before my Godzilla multiball, then that means during Godzilla multiball, I can collect those points uh, just passively during it. So that's a big reason why I like doing that. What I'm hearing <laughs> is I don't think there is any definitive, like one strategy for this. There game. really isn't. Yeah. So I'm assuming so when you mean with, with this code, Joel. Yeah, that means that you can do different. Pathways. You have options. Yeah, <laughs> you have well, options. That's what makes it fun. I yeah. will say when when I watch tournament streams and shout out to Fox Cities because you guys do awesome tournament streams. But Thank there's you. a lot of times when you step up to certain games, the announcers or the commentators can just kind of say, "Well, this is what they're going to do." Like they know this is what this is what everybody does on this game. I would assume Godzilla though is one of those games where it's like, "Let's see what they do. Let's see how." they're going to attack this or what, what their goal is at this moment. And, um, and it seems like there's no, at least right now, there's no definitive well, one strategy it just, way to do it, it. It just depends on, you know, if I'm player four, how the other player, other players are playing, I might yeah. change my strategy mid game 
because I only need a certain number of points, so I'm not going to go for dangerous shots. Yeah, that's a good point. It could be based on setup, too. I mean, whether or not you right. have a ball save or whether or not the multi-ball set to hard like, or hard like, locks or... Like when Travis and I went to Indisc, like the outlanes were wide open. There were no rubbers on them. If you basically hit a destruction jackpot, it was almost like death. Uh, or if you, excuse me, if you missed the destruction yeah. jackpot, it was going right down the left out lane. If you didn't have the ball save there, you were uh-huh. done. So All right. there's, there's decisions you have to make based on point values and things like that in a tournament that you don't normally do. Now, I know with um, the tier two, you have to do two tier one battles, right? Before you can do a tier two. That is correct. And then when you go tier two, one of the tier two is a is a multi-ball. Is that yep. like, does it make sense to always go with that one first just because it's safe or no? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I think one or the other or both are, are more points than the actual multi-ball, but the multi-ball safe because you, you, have, you have two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and more than likely a ball save. Yeah. So. Interesting. Well, I mean, um, <clears throat> tournament wise is there any any others <laughs> suggest i mean there's so much to this game i know there's like uh the saucer multi-ball and there's i mean other stuff that you can pursue or i mean we talked about some of these uh these kind of mini wizard modes the like terra mecha godzilla is it like i know on deadpool you're a lot of people are like the goal is to get to mech suit multi-ball that's like the end goal that's what you want to get to because there's a ton of is there anything like that so, in godzilla of if you can just get to that point then you know you're going to be in a good spot i mean terra mecha godzilla actually can be worth a lot of points um if you can if you can hit the you have to hit the green shots lock your ball but then there's an uh there's an instance where you have to hit the red shots and that increases your jackpot value. Are you Um, talking about monster zero? Is that monster zero? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think the green. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You're right. Which one comes first? Which one's earlier on? It depends on which route you go. So if, if you, well, (laughs) it's true. You have to, you have to hit this. You have to hit a super jackpot in either, um, uh, either of the multi-balls. So uh-huh. either the Godzilla multi-ball or the Mecha Godzilla multi-ball. And, and then you have you to do. get to the, wow. isn't it the fourth power-up is where you get to select? So I believe so. I, I think so. And so is that, but is that achievable? Like realistically achievable in a tournament? When these pins are sure. set up brutal, yeah. is that something you could get to? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're talking one super jackpot. So, I mean, could you miss it? Sure. But it's doable. So basically how it works, Joel, is that what Tom's saying is like the Godzilla multiball, right? There's two trees on your power-ups. So the Godzilla multiball, if you get a jackpot, a super jackpot on that, you'll be able to access your your level four power-up, which is Monster Zero. And then the Terra Mecha Godzilla is if you play the Mecha Godzilla multi-ball and you get a super jackpot on that. Yeah. So that's what's cool is that you do, and you not even worrying about points. You just worry about your task and that'll open up a different part of the game, which is pretty cool. Well, you've said it before though, when we've had these conversations of typically when you step up to a pin in a tournament setting, it's like you have kind of uh 
like your immediate goals. Like I just want to do this as quickly as possible, but you, but you typically have like a long-term goal in mind. So that's why I'm saying like, is the long-term goal to get to this tier two battle or is the long-term goal to get to one of those wizard modes or is the long-term goal just to get to a third city? I mean, does, do you guys have a, just like a set path yet or you just kind of my long-term goal is not to drain ah (laughs) let me write that write that down everybody yeah i like trying to get the monster zero because i just like i was saying earlier since i do gigan i'm going to start my godzilla multi-ball or at least get it lit a lot earlier than what i will the mecha godzilla because you have to hit that spinner anyways to get it at least start it to start making progress towards getting it getting it going so I mean, yeah, that's the awesome thing about Godzilla is that you have so many options to choose from, like when to use your heat ray, what multi-ball to bring in, what ally to use, which pathway you're going to take. I mean, it's just, there's just a lot to do or whether or not how long you want to stay in the city. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Like we've all seen on the discord Raymond's posted up like 1.5 million collect or one point, sorry, 1.5 billion collect on a carnage bonus. You know, there's some people that elect to do that. There's others that they want to just go for destruction jackpots and get that built up because that can be worth a ton of points as well. So there's just, there's all kinds of different ways to go, to go with it. I've seen some that their strategy, their entire strategy is built around trying to get to a tier two battle to play the King Ghidorah battle to where they, instead of fleeing, they just try to fight as long as they can and basically get like a, Get all their shots. Yeah. Get all their shots lit for a massive collect. Use the heat ray to just spot everything and then cash out. So there's, there's all kinds of different strategies. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is people are listening to this. If they're on the plane or whatever, they're sitting, they pulled out their notepad and they're like, all right, here's, here's the answer. I'm ready. I'm ready to tackle this game. I'm going to win this tournament. Here's the answer. And they just wrote down a whole bunch of crap with like, what's the answer? Yeah, now just they're play erasing everything. <laughs> yeah. Just do it all and try not to drain. It's, it's, it's really well, a, it, it is really a hard game to like, you do these three things and you're going to be okay. It's just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, you could do, you could do your three things perfect and somebody else could just come up and just whoop your ass. Right. That's, I mean, that's just <laughs> right. the way this game works. I mean, yeah. if you're playing Z-Mac or somebody like that, oh, yeah. you're just like, okay, I got to put up a billion no matter what, just to have even a chance. Yep. So yeah, there's, I mean, that's what makes this game fun though, from a tournament standpoint. And that's why I told you guys before that I think this is the most fun I've ever had playing any game in a tournament, just because there's so many different pathways go and there's a, a lot of stuff a lot of nuance to it that we haven't even touched yet i mean think about if you bring a uh a 2x into megalon like my god the points are just off the chart if you do something like that and you actually combo it all up to where you don't let that combo go out then the points just i mean it's crazy joel points just go burr Free. after that <laughs> <laughs> well i i there's a lot of love for this game. There's a lot of love for this game on many different levels, but I think from a tournament player, I assume you 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 never want to be you never want to be in a game that puts you in jail, right? Where you're like, "Crap, I I missed this, so there's no way I'll be able to catch up." And I just I think this is one of those games where you always have an option. You always have there's always got to be some way that you could catch up. Or I think just as to, a player in general, it's great if you're never in jail. I mean, yeah. just Points be damned, at least you can make progress towards other things. You can pivot quickly on Godzilla and still find yourself getting to the same spot that you intended on going. 
I can't say the same for a lot of other games. Well, maybe that's maybe we should pivot to wizard mode then. I mean, is that Tom? Was there anything yeah, else? Yeah, you wanted no. To? Uh, I've I've said my piece. <laughs> we gave all the tips and tricks. Yeah. So let's pivot. So the third of the triple combo is wizard mode. If if you're a completionist, if you have this game at home and you're saying I want to get all the way to the end, and what is the end? Technically, it's Planet X, right? For now, it's Planet X, but I'm guessing it's going to be King of the Monsters since there's an insert for it. That's just my guess that there's one final wizard mode Okay, that's left. Do you think there'll be another wizard mode after that? Kind of like Jurassic Park. If you beat it, the whole thing, yeah. that'd be cool. Kind of like... I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I mean, Keith, if you're listening to this, please tell us. We all want to know. <laughs> What's the plan? <laughs> Just say, just wait. Just wait. Tell us all the secrets. Okay, so the wizard mode, Planet X. So what? What do you technically have to do right now to get to Planet X? And then what do you think you'll have to do to get to King of Monsters? Okay, so just to because we haven't done a triple combo in a while, so I'll just preface this that whenever you do wizard mode hunting, there's basically three principles you need to follow. Uh, Hold on, I gotta write this down. Yep, there's, there's three major principles. So Joel needs to write this down because we got to get his ass finishing That's Toy true. Story. It's three major principles. Mm-hmm. First, it's the most <laughs> obvious one. You want to know what it takes to qualify the wizard mode, right? And so in order to qualify the wizard mode, basically in Godzilla, you got to play through all four cities. So that's that's literally what it is, because then after you play through all four cities, then you'll have Planet X lit at the scoop. So basically, you have to get through all four tier one battles and all three tier twos. You have to do the tier threes or the tier twos? Yes. You got to get to get to Planet X. So you don't necessarily have to defeat every tier one. You You just got to start them, just get through. So you start in Tokyo. So to change cities, you have to battle a creature, right? So you Mm -hmm. you hit your ramps, you hit the scoop, you're battling your creature. We'll we'll come to that though. Let me finish the other two principles, and then then we'll talk about that first one. God, quit interrupting, Joel. Joel. Yeah, Joel. Let me just get that pad, (laughs) that pencil and pad. I'm ready. I'm so ready to write this down. What do you say, Jolie? Is that what it is? It's Jolene. a play on Jolene. Jolene, okay. You know, how old Dolly is Zach? Parton. I don't even know what that reference is. Now Dolly, Parton. Dolly Parton. Jolene. Yeah. Oh, Jolene. okay. Got it. Jolene. Got it. It's, no wonder. All right. So number two. You, number two. This is a big one. This is a big one. Ignore the score unless it's it. necessary. It. Not ignore the score. So wait, there's, there's wizard be... modes that you know of that you have to get a certain score. Well, if you got to get a certain score in order to finish a mode, or oh. in order to get like. For instance, when you look at, um, or maybe not even score, like a certain progression, like Guardians has that to where you got to actually complete it to get to the final wizard mode, but you could also get halfway to do uh, the secondary wizard mode. start the modes or complete the modes, got it. Right, right. So okay. what I'm getting at is, is that unless it's necessary, don't worry about your score because then you're not taking unnecessary risk. Yeah. So what for instance- saying, in, saying is failure is an option. Right, yes. exactly. So an unnecessary risk on Godzilla, for instance, <laughs> and Tom alluded to this, would be trying for a destruction jackpot, right? Destruction jackpot doesn't mean anything towards going to wizard mode. Nope. All that does is it just guarantees you're going to put a ball horizontal. Yep. And you're just a lot easier just to ignore it if you're wanting to try to get further in the game. Now, if you want to live life on the edge, feel free to take a shot at it. That's but where Tom that's, lives. Yeah, exactly. So that's the number two principle. Number three, and this is the biggest one, Joel. 
Yeah. The biggest one right here. Write this one down. This is the big Learn one. Learn where the extra balls are in the game. That's the most important thing the because saucer. you want to prolong your game the as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> very, very important. I will okay? say that's one thing I'm frustrated with Toy Story. I only know of one extra ball right now, I, but I need to learn the other ones. Also, yeah, for tournaments, it, extra balls on Godzilla are now 50 million points. That's Glorious. It's a lot of points. So it's, key, it's really fun it. doing it when somebody doesn't know it's there and they're like, where'd that come from? <laughs> so ignore the score. And get if you do 2x, it's worth 100. Get as many extra balls as possible. Yep. And then uh, learn how to get to the wizard mode. Got it. Three no, no, no. points. You learn what it takes to qualify the wizard mode as number one. That's, That's your first step. Yep. Second, make sure you ignore the score. <laughs> yep. Third, learn where the extra balls are. That's the last one. I There's nothing you, after extra balls. I think you just said exactly what I did, but just... Well, no, you, you put... I did Learn three, what two, it one. takes to qualify the wizard mode is number three. No, that's number one, Joel. <laughs> that's number one. Tom, you following this? Do you have a different order you uh, want to say I'm these three times? with Joel. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right, Travis, I'm ready. I am, because Joel I am, got to the fast break wizard mode. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with in. all of our listeners. You you bully Joel too much. Hey, that's true. You're my boy, that's Tom. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's true. He is percussizing, so there you go. <laughs> go watch Heavyweights. Such a good movie. Okay, gotta watch so, that. Yeah. so now that we know this, it's very important that we at least know what the extra balls are in Godzilla. So do you guys know what the extra balls are? No. The saucer. Um, okay, so that's one of them. If you can destroy three saucers, which is the pop bumper in the lower right-hand side, so you hit it five times, and then it'll light that saucer again to where you can destroy it. Another way you can spot a hit is if you're in single ball play, and you hit it through that right spinner, that switch behind there will actually spot a saucer shot. Oh, shit, so I that's another that. way. Yep. And then you can also do your shots. Why would that spot right a shot, though? You're saying you hit this the this right spinner and it dribbles down behind it and it just gives you yep, a that hit? switch spots it. Yep. Oh, that's safe. Yeah. So there you go. That's why I'm giving you this information. That's way <laughs> safer than actually yeah. hitting the pop bumper. Unless you drain down the right outline. Yeah, then it's not safe. (laughs) Okay, then the other ways to get an extra ball is you got to conquer two cities. Uh, The other way is to destroy 10 jet fighters or fighter jets. Conquer two cities, like actually defeat the bad guy? Yes, actually defeat the bad guy. Yes, Joel. Do not let him off the hook. Does one of the cities give you an extra ball for defeating it? Or is so, it just two the second cities? One, apparently, yeah. So it's you conquer two cities. I don't know. Are you talking about? Is, is there a specific city? I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. It gives up. an extra ball. I'm gonna. I'll look it up. There might be. I don't know. This is just what I have in my notes. I don't know if there's new code that's changed this around. Because cities have perks now, right? They do. They had perks before, but it's just now finally listed on it. So uh, the other thing that you can do, like I said, destroy ten jet fighters, but you can only destroy five at a time. So once you destroy your first five and you can either hit the, the full collect on the left spinner if you want to or ignore it, whatever you want to do, because it's like a hurry up. But in order to start it again, you're going to have to go to the right spinner, hit that switch that we talked about, or it might even just be the right spinner, but then it'll relight one of your in lanes and you have to go over the in lane in order to uh, get your jet fighters built up and get them started. I so think you, you got to do that at least six times. You do one of the in lanes three times. Boom. You start jets. 
Jets are going to have super awesome music. There's going to be a few shots lit. You're saying max in one session is five jet fighters. Yes. And then you're saying to relight the in lane starting again, you have to go through the right spinner. Right spinner. And then, so then three more in lanes, boom, you're in jets again, five more jets. I think it, I think it might be six in lanes. You don't have to do both sides. Completing five city combos gives you an extra ball. So yes, that was the last one I was going to talk about. So if you collect five, no, you're fine. Tom's on top of this, Joel. You hear Tom? I am ready act, to go. I'm in, I'm in active <laughs> listening mode. Okay? You are. I am. You're, you're doing. You're doing great, Joel. You're beautiful. <laughs> All right. Collect five city combos. So, this is important that if you're going to make any progress, know what your city combos are, especially early on in Tokyo, because you start in that city no matter what. And so, your city combos. Basically, if you don't know what these are, you get three per city. But I think one of them is only for a premium and LE. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. the pro just has two, two yep. under those circumstances. So, Looks like it. so if you have the premium LE good on you, you're going to have a little bit easier time doing this. Uh, with Tokyo, you want to do center spinner, big loop and the uh, mecha side lane or Wait, is this I guess the tail whip city combos. Is this different than yeah. the secret combos? Yeah. Yeah. This was not in it when I had the game. No, nah. mm. I don't know. Maybe you just weren't doing them. I don't know. City combos. Okay. City so combos. Yes. They're depending on what city you're in. There's very specific there's shots, and you can three hit them at specific any time. Com- yep. There's three specific combos per city. If you're in a uh, on an LE premium, otherwise there's just two. It looks like. So you hit these. Com- so to get an extra ball, you have to do how many combos? Five. Five. So three yep. in one so, city, and then two yep. in another. So here's what you want to do. You're going to start on Tokyo first. So if you're on a premium or LE, you have a very easy one right out of the gate. It's go center spinner, catch with your left flipper, hit the pop bumper immediately. So that'll give you one. Then another easy one to do, and you want to do this before you light your Godzilla multiball. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do it. You got to hit the right ramp, go through the building, then it'll catch on the magnet, and then you'll do your loop. So right ramp, building, loop. You got that, Joel? Right ramp? How does it go? It goes through the building. No, you, you hit right the ramp, right ramp, then hit you the get shot through the building, yeah, and then the building. hit the destruction the jackpot. Then it gets the magnet. The magnet kind of tosses it yeah. up Whoop. the and left then, ramp area, and then, yeah. Does that make sense? I, this is, I love oh, combos. Yeah. I love Blowing combos. Blowing your mind, is isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So Imagine knowing that. the rules. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just stuck at point look two at Joel. Of, of ignoring the score. But Joel, okay. <laughs> Joel wants to be a tournament player now. So <laughs> after you get through your first city. Are those right? combos worth a lot of points, by the way? I mean, they're worth a little bit, but it's not something you actively think about when you're in tournament play, unless you realize that you have three combos by accident and then it's worth 50 million. Yeah, if you complete two more, two more. so does it, they they become worth going for. Does it show it anywhere in the on the screen? Like, do you know how many combos you've had? So, unfortunately, the only way to see it is if you go through the info. Oh, okay. Per right. city, and it has like a postcard type thing to where you can see what combo you've done, and it tells you which combos you have left. Now, the secret combos they don't tell you at all because yeah. it's because it's a secret, Joel. Oh, so they oh. so they don't tell you. Yeah. 
Speaking and of I honestly, secrets, I don't know you, what all secret combos wanna, are. If you want to know where Travis is getting all this information, you need to email us. We're not going to just give it to you. You need to email <laughs> us, and then I will send it to you. It's not tiltforums.com, is it? You need to email us. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. Just, I'm re- I'm reading off my notes because I'm a psychopath and I have notes on every single game. Joel, you know how I try to memorize rule sets? I, I don't know. You draw pictures of... I use, well, kind of, actually. I use flashcards and then I write it out. You're, like you're, spaced repetition to remember it. You're one of a kind, man. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So after you get through your first city, I personally like choosing London next. I'm from London. And I actually like choosing London next, even if I'm playing in a tournament. But for the purposes of going for a wizard mode, a big reason why I do this is because your right ramp, your left ramp to scoop is one of the combos. And you got to do that anyways in order to light your next battle. So that kind of goes hand in hand. That's an easy stack to do right there. And then another thing you can do is if you're on the premium LE is left ramp, then captive ball. So that's the low hanging fruit right there. Wow. Okay. It's all making sense. Yeah. So far, I this had is no really idea a long triple combo. Well, we knew it was going to be long, Tom. It's Godzilla. That's why we, this is why we don't do them often because it's yeah. like we it can, ends up being half a podcast. We can blame we can Keith for everybody this type in of the TPN Discord. Well, next time we'll do Toy Story. Then we'll, we'll just we'll we'll do that. All right. So now that we know how to get all the extra balls, that's what you want to do. Okay. Uh-huh. So I mean, well, the other way we haven't named off the last way to get an extra ball, which is make twelve shots into a monster rampage, which is basically you got to hit the left spinner enough times to. To start it, and then you got you have to hit 12 shots, and you have 12 seconds per shot, and that shot will just eventually move from left to right across the play field, starting with the left ramp and eventually go all the way around to the left spinner. That sounds fun. Mm. It's a lot of fun, Joel. So but all of that, I mean, all of those things are just extra balls. They're not technically needed to qualify the wizard. Ball. No, but they're so important though, because if you don't have extra balls and you're not you're not trying to prolong your game. Basically you're going to have to try to get the wizard mode in three balls. And that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And it's doable, but it's a lot more doable if you have more balls to play with. Got it. That's just the way it goes. So the other things to do pretty much is just consider strategic use of your heat ray, because basically you can hit that center spinner. I believe it's 60 times and then it'll light your teal button to where it'll spot a shot. So whenever you're playing Ebra, for instance, if your last shot is on, well, I say if it will be, your last shot is on that pop bumper. If you don't feel like hitting that shot, just use the action button. Push and hold hold the action button. Yep. Yep. And then you'll be okay from there. Nice. That's that's the way that I do it. Another thing you need to do is make sure you're keeping track of your tanks. Because if you progress to where you get 10 tanks early on, at least on your first multi-ball, and of course it'll be more your second. But if you light your tank multi-ball, that will take priority over your modes at the scoop. So yes. where you start it and where you, you know, it's, it's at the same shot. So you yeah. want to make sure that you get into your mode first before you start, before you get your tank multiball lit. So that's yeah. very, very important as well. Okay. Yes. So that's the main thing. And, and what I like to personally do going after wizard mode as well. Uh, Megalon, I much prefer playing that in single ball and Gigan, I prefer playing that in single ball. 
But Ebra and Titanosaurus, I'll play those in multiball. Interesting, because Titanosaurus is five shots. I feel like I can just snipe those five shots. But the one, was it Megalodon? That's the one that's like a roaming shot. It's moving around like crazy. That's where I want the multiball. Like, give me, yeah, give me some help but there. But you can also, yeah, you can also, if you play Megalon to where you're just being patient and waiting for him to pop up, then just hit your shot. Or you can even even kind oh, of manipulate where shot. he's going. Oh, okay. Well, you can kind of manipulate too where it's going to end up at while he's underground. What a game, man. This game. There's a okay. nuance to that. Yeah, just blew your mind. And we won't even get into that. If you didn't oh. know that that existed, just go play your Godzilla and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. He doesn't okay. have Godzilla. So you're in the second... Not Any yet, of the listeners. So you're... Okay, so second city, you're in London. You're playing... So Gigan's first city, second city, you do somebody. I don't know. You want to know which one I do? Right, it, sure. it depends where I'm at. If... If I'm close to a multi-ball, then I'll take uh, probably Titanosaurus okay. for my second one. If Because that's the one, out of all four of the modes, the one that I prefer to play multi-ball in the most is Titanosaurus. Just because you have to hit the stand-up targets in order to progress through. And then if I do have my Heat Ray ready, sometimes I will opt to use it on the third target. Because... On that, you got to hit your two targets at the building, but then that third target's there in the there. yeah, way up there in the corner on that on that right ramp. So sometimes I'll even use an action button on there. Yeah, we know and you then, struggle with the upper flipper. That's the thing. Well, at the same time though, it's like that that's a big reason why I don't mind using Titanosaurus in that spot. But I am starting to work on trying to do that in single ball. It just depends where my heat ray's at. You know, if my heat ray is ready to go, then I might take it because I know that third shot's easy to do. And then from there, I'm just hitting the Mazer cannon and then hitting the captive ball to finish okay. it off. So, it, it so there's dependent. London, right? So you, you blew through yeah. him and then you get then out my of next London. one I like to do is Paris okay. because Paris, it's your first combo that's easier to do is like left ramp and spinner if you're on a premium LE. And then the other combo I think is left ramp, right ramp, left spinner. But why do you care about combos at this point? You already have your extra ball. Just in case I don't. I might only oh. have three or four. Okay. So that's why I, I'm very deliberate with what cities I want to go to just because of that. So you've and done I, one city tier one battle, two cities tier one battle, and now on this city, are you focusing on... You got to start working through tier two. Two tier two battles. Yep. Okay. Yep. And those, I just I just play them down the line. I don't how really do, worry about maybe it. Maybe this is a dumb question. You only have four cities, so how do you do seven battles? Because you have four tier ones. Because you got to go back in the scoop. Because you got to go in the scoop anyways in order to change cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when do you do the... I thought you can only do one battle per city. One tier one. Oh. Okay. Is this making sense so far? Yeah. You with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick with Toy Story, Joel. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was really rude. I was no, just no, trying no. to be funny. I mean, it just shows. Like, I don't want any of our insane, listeners but... calling or not calling and writing in. Okay, so just to reiterate, in. so tier, you, you're in it. You, you start in Tokyo. You do your tier one battle. You get out of that. You go to your next one. You do yep. a tier one battle. You finish that, but your tier two's lit. So you hit the scoop. You do your first tier two. And now you're going into the third city. Tier yep. one battle. Tier two battle. And then you end up in your fourth city. Tier one battle, your last one, and your last tier two battle. And after you've done all those things, 
Planet X would be lit, correct? Correct. See? Okay, I'm right there. I'm all over it. So that's Planet X, but you think there's King of Monsters. So King of the Monsters, there's got to be a lot. What more do you think you would need to do to get to that? This is a guess. We don't know yet. You want me to guess? Yeah. What, what we'd have to do? Um, I would probably say maybe it would have to do with collecting jackpots or something like that, or maybe actually finishing all the tier ones. Actually finish it? Or do, do you think there'd be a, like, you have to play Godzilla multiball, tank multiball, bridge multiball in all four cities, you know? It could like be. That. It could be something nuts. I mean, it's, the thing is, is right now, I feel like Planet X is pretty accessible to, to most players. Most top 30 and, players, yeah. <laughs> well, I think the wizard mode, to me, in my opinion, the wizard modes on right now on Godzilla they're more accessible than any other wizard mode from any of the other Elwyn games. In my opinion, like even if you take Iron Maiden, you still had to make a pretty good effort to get the cyborg. Not everybody can get there. Uh, two minutes to midnight, you have to play through all the modes. I mean, that takes a little while to do for a lot of people because that game is a little bit more difficult shooter. So is there any, I don't, I, go ahead. So is there any mode Soul or gem? Is, Soul Gym's great. Uh, Soul Gym. I've there, actually, I've actually talked to people that have never played that. Oh, that so blows great. my mind. That's a yeah. moment. That is a moment. I yeah. freaking love that mode. Um, is there any moment in Godzilla that you time out? That I time out? Yeah. Or like, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. Where there's just some other of games. the animations, I just blow them off. Yeah, but there's other games that we've played, like we said with GNR, where it's like you get to this and you just cradle up and you time it out because it's not worth any points and you're just working towards progression. But is no, there anything... There's, there's not any one thing in Godzilla that you're just timing out. I mean, you might wait maybe on Rampage if you don't want to aim after a certain shot. You might wait for that to go around, but that's that's about the only other yeah, time Rampage I can think of. Rampage would be the only thing I would What's, think of. But then What's you're blowing the, your extra ball. Yeah, true. That's true. What's your um what there's one other there's that creature, the like smog ooze creature dude. I don't know his name. That's oh, like a um starts with an H, right? Yeah, ho hetera? Hetera, hetera. Yeah. What's that hetera. about? What you want you want to know about the creature or you want to know about the that, that's creature a, in the I mode. know that's mode. a like uh I know Carl's big on there, like that's a big there's a lot of points there, but I'm I'm assuming it's not needed. Yeah. It's not needed for um, it's no 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 it's it's Bird. not needed for that no it's but there is pretty big pretty big points for it I've seen it to where I've gotten close to a billion on it and then I've had <laughs> other crazy. times to where I've gotten five million huh, so okay. just another cool. level in the game potentially for points which is insane yep no there's there's a lot of stuff to do in it but luckily you don't you don't have to use anything with hetera for any of the wizard modes or anything like that. It's just one of those, I guess, secondary modes that happens yeah, that doesn't take priority over your, anything. With switches, you're building up mm -hmm. the value of each shot. It's insane. All right, what? well, I think, I mean, we've talked, what, like 45 minutes on this game? I To be honest, I mean, mm -hmm. this is a game that I am excited to have like novice or friends of famous play because I think the toys and mech, at least on the premium are really entertaining. Um, I, you know, I think the buildings up there with like the castle and medieval madness, like I think there are some really cool things of, Hey, you're going to want to see this. You're going to want to see 
what this thing does. So I think this game is, there's a lot of fun to be had from a novice player, but then we just talked, I mean, the tournament strategy is, there kind of isn't one. You kind of just want to do everything and depending on how the game's set up, adapt and and move and go with it and try to get your points. And then the wizard mode is just, insert, I mean, it's absurd. So this is one of those things that kind of comes back to our second topic here of code, you know, congrats to Keith and, and who is it? Rick Nagel is, is the code. I mean, the, the code in this game, um, I don't know. It's, it's firing on all cylinders. It's, it's really impressive incredibly well done. Um, it is number one. I will say it's, it's number, it's, I, I will give it a note. Yeah, it's fantastic. So anything else that you guys feel needs added to triple combo? The outro music. All right, here we go. So good. <laughs> Triple combo. All right. Well, we're running a little long, so we'll we'll Kinda hungry. We'll yeah, we'll fly through this. Um, real quick thoughts on um Insider Connected. I know that it, I mean, congrats to Stern. They just announced new code for literally every LCD game. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have Insider Connected. I have the kits in both Turtles and Deadpool. I'm a fan. I know Tom has expressed other options. I also know <laughs> Tom, or, yeah, I also know that Tom's internet sucks and like updating <laughs> updating his games with Insider Connected is an entirely different story. Let me tell, let me tell the listener something. So I thought yes. my internet was very good <laughs> and it's not. No, so just put this in perspective. We're all talking amongst each other, talking about how quickly our codes are downloading <laughs> on our games. And we're like, yeah, it just takes like 15, 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it could be. Six yeah. and a and half t- fucking hours. That's how <laughs> oh, you're late. Hit mind. the button. You're late. You're the, what? The button. No, no, no. There it is. That is that is worth the swear right there. I don't care what everybody says. So, Six and a so half t- hours. So Tom sent a speed test, a screenshot of his speed test to us. It was like, like 0.5 kiloseconds or something. I asked so Tom, bad. I was like, is your internet router a potato? What's yeah. happening here? He's like, what are, what are you guys? And we're like 800 megabytes to a gigabyte. Yeah. Well, we, don't, so- we don't have like... We don't have fiber in our area or anything like that. You just you got all those LEs and you just forgot to pay for internet. That's apparently, the problem. He's, he's got too many too many mirrored back glasses that are reflecting <laughs> all the Wi Fi signal in his back in his, in his basement. Yeah. That's why his Wi Fi sucks. Yeah, but anyway, I, I will get better Wi Fi. <laughs> I'm not even going to download anything anymore until I get the better Wi Fi. I will say though, if you if you're listening to this and you haven't yet done this with your games at home. The home team thing is actually pretty cool. It's it makes incredible. it yeah, it makes it so much more convenient to get your profile on there. So all you got to do is basically just go into the menu, enter your profile in. I think Stern on their YouTube channel has a quick video showing you how to do it. And it's yeah, super Rebe- simple. Rebecca Hinsdale does yeah. fantastic job. There you go. So yeah, it's just it's super simple. You can load up to 8 profiles on there and then all you do when you step up to your game is just hold your left flipper down for a couple seconds and then it gives you the option which one you want pick which profile you want hit the teolus button boom you're loaded in hit start That's the action you're good button to go. for people that yeah jeff teolus hates it but yes it's incredible oh, we love it and i also think what's cool is it, it it allows you to select your 
profile. If you have more than one saved, you can yes, select Joel, who's going. That's what we just said. It it allows you to select who's going one, two, or three, one, two, three, four, and then it also. Oh, sorry, I forgot to say that. You're game right. mode is also there where you can select, so you can go straight to like I'm going to competitive mode or I'm playing this mode. So it's just a really simple UI because mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's taking a screenshot of their QR code at this point and fumbling around or forgetting. Oh crap, I'm not logged in yet. Let me do this. It's just I almost every. Like 99% of the pinball I play is in my house. So the fact that I've logged them in and I'm done, like it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's, I mean, truly it's so good. I, we wish it would have been there from day one, but Hey, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's there now. Um, so if anybody's holding out for some reason, just if you have insider connect up, update your games, you're, you're going to enjoy it. I'm um, just waiting for weekly challenges or monthly challenges, like a new achievement list or something like that to do not just high scores but like yeah yeah do this or whatever in the game it was kind of weird it was like mandalorian was just forgotten about and and then they just skipped right over it to go to jurassic park like there (laughs) was no announcement like because because that little uh bug that little thing that we we hinted at last podcast we hinted at last podcast it doesn't matter now but what what it was was co-op games worked so you could play but a four-player co-op oh, game that's right. you can't do and blow it up with 12 balls. It's a four-player co-op game and then save your high score. So <laughs> we had heard uh, one of our, our friends in the TPN Discord, they just tried it and boom, number one score. <laughs> so uh, I think they had, uh, I don't know if they allowed that or pulled it or what, but I agree. It's right now they have um, Insider Connect, you know, oh, during this event, if you play a game at this show, you'll get a badge. But it would be cool if like, hey, during this month, if you get this achievement, you get a badge and it's only it's only available this month. Like that would be that would be cons- potentially a, enough of a reason for me to go play it at an arcade. Just, oh, there's an extra Deadpool badge and I can't earn it um, any other way. Like, let me go. Let me go try to earn it on location to do whatever. Um, but I don't I'm excited. I, th- I mean, maybe we'll just go straight into uh, what, we're what's just the go end into our goal last- for this Insider Connect, Joel? Wait, that's what, what I'm saying for us here. To be all connected, right. Tom. That's what I'm all saying right here. Let's just go right into this. Tom talks. He's got something to say. Tom talks. He's got nothing to say. Tom talks. Tom talks. I got. I got nothing. <laughs> I was about to say, you better have these sensor buttons ready to go. <laughs> so, Tom, I know you have some. You have some strong opinions about Insider Connected uh, after after the most recent. <laughs> After the most recent uh, code release of all this new stuff, what are your what are your current views on uh, Insider Connected? Do you feel it's it's where it needs to be, or what what's what do you want for the future of Insider Connected? So, in the future, i i I would like to see head to head competition, but not only that, I'd like to see kind of what they're doing with the um, the the heads up challenges where they have four females, four males compete for a new inbox stern, but they do, they do the time modes and they do challenges. I want to see that implemented. I want to be able to play somebody else and, you know, not just go, not just do a, a, just a regular game. I want to be able to go, okay, Let's do this challenge and let's compete and let's see who could get it the fastest. Yeah. But are you saying like 
uh, but not locally because you probably don't have two games there. You're saying some sort of. It would be nice to do it locally, but it would be cool to do it, you know, via a good internet connection that I don't have, (laughs) apparently. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, any other any other feelings of where it's currently at? What are your what are your you know? Just let us know. It's a piece. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Um, yeah, I think it's good. I think the achievements are good. I'm just looking for a little more. All right. So I like like the home thing. I I mean, I think that's great. As Um, of right now, do you feel like it's worth your, because you've added it to multiple games. I've added it to every game I have. And do you feel like it's as of right now, is it worth the money? As of right now, I would say no. As of right now, no. Okay. Well, I can't wait, Tom. For the moment I, that it is. I think it's great for like shows and locations. But as a as a home buyer, I mean I I I I want to see a little more coming from it. Yeah. And I I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Any anything else? No. <laughs> Tom talk. He had something to say, Tom talk. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom, not only for for that, but also just, you know, being here tonight and, um, you know, sharing your wonderful face and opinions and thoughts with uh, the two of us. What do you want, Travis? So did Venom (laughs) show up at Comic-Con or or no? (laughs) No, it wasn't there. We'll see. I mean, hopefully August. Hopefully we have an August reveal at some point. Um, I think they've, I think Zach on TPS or somebody talked about the schedule coming up and I mean, there's a big gap in the schedule sometime soon. So, uh, what are they, they're either going to fill it more with more Godzilla or, <laughs> or they're going to make something new. Um, hopefully, maybe they're going to vault Godzilla vault. Probably what they're <laughs> they're, gonna do. they're yeah. already at the point of vaulting it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, hopefully soon. I mean, we're kind of. Uh, I, I, we're at a weird point. You know, there was a lot of Toy Story hype. Toy Story's out. I think a lot of people have already made their mind up on Toy Story, even though they haven't played it. Uh, I would still encourage you guys to say give it a shot. But, you know, the hype of even Weird Al is not really being discussed, even though those are coming out. There was new code, like Halloween Ultraman got new code. That's not, I don't feel like that's being discussed too much. There was new Rick and Morty code, Tom. You have Rick and Morty. That was exciting. Um, No, there's no new Rick and Morty code yet. Oh, I thought it just came out. No, they just announced it. It was like today. Oh, it was? On Facebook. Yeah. You don't follow Spooky's Facebook page? No. Well, Tom's pumped. Okay, he's he's ready. He's fired up. I I knew there was beta code, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, so yeah, that's that makes sense. That's good. Cactus Canyon still trickling out. Zach's mentioned that a few times, like waiting on toppers, you know, or essay. I don't know. It's just there's a lot kind of I feel like we're just kind of in a weird, I don't know, weird spot of kind of a I don't know, not well, low. Seeing how it's but, possible that the next game might be announced before we do another podcast, what do we want to see? Let's just pretend mm-hmm. that it is Venom. Like we don't know that for sure. But we'll just pretend We're that just it is. We're just going to react to the well, what, what What do we want to see out of it? Do you guys want to see the movie version or the comic, comic book, book version? 100% uh, comic book. See, that's what I want to see personally. Yeah. 100% comic book. I'm I'm fine with Zombie okay. Eddie or somebody else, but comic Now number book. two. Now number two. Okay. Do you guys want to see, let's say it's Brian Eddie. Do you guys want to see another fan layout? No. Or do you want to see something dynamic? Well, 
and dynamic. I, I don't want a fan layout. And the only reason I say that is I owned a shadow and I freaking loved it. So I want to know, see a three flipper br- yes. or four Brian Eddy game. I know Brian Eddy flipper. can design a good three flipper game. So give me another one of those, please. Cool. That's all the questions I had. Oh, That's how solid. good I am. Two solid yep. questions. Yeah. Um, though, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I just, that's give me, um, give me good art. Give me something unique. Don't give me another, please don't give me another fan layout. Let's just, let's, let's say it would be a fan layout. Let's just, let's just pretend it would be. What would they even put up the middle? I don't know. The problem is Venom. You think of Venom, you, know what I mean? you think of essentially the, his head open with his tongue out, kind of like the kiss sculpt. I, oh, hope, crap. I just, don't give me that. Oh crap. You just figured it out. I know. Crap. I didn't even think of that. I know, but that's, that's that, basically that what tongue... you think of. Oh uh, yeah. I don't Well, maybe they could do something like maybe the tongue comes out as like a ramp up into the mouth and that's where so your like ball rolling is. stones and rolling stones have one where the tongue came I out thought so. because a ramp. Did it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't I remember. Know. I, mean, I'm, I just I remember Mick on a stick. I just don't want another fan layout. I just don't want a f- another fan layout with a bash toy or something. Out the middle. Yeah, I, just I, I agree. I kind of want to see something with, I mean, because I played shadow a few times just this past week too. And that's what I was thinking while playing. And I was just like, you know, this, this is a lot of fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Stranger things is fun to play, but it's just, just thinking about the different types of shots that there could be. And just yeah. being able to send the ball horizontal and being able to, find jackpots or loops. I mean, that's, give, that's just a little Give of fun. me, give me the shadow diverters again. Those are so great. The yeah. user control. And I'll just, I mean, props to diverters on a ramp period. I know, um, rush obviously had one toy story has one. I really like that. You shoot the left ramp and depending on what's going on, it's going to either feed the left flipper or the right flipper. I, the game behind you has one. Well, not the game that you have, but the premium has one. Oh, turtles. Yeah. LA. But oh, I just yeah. love that. It, it just, the reality is the the state changing mechs. Anything that that depending on where you're at or what's going on, the ball's going to go in a different place. Depending on what, like Godzilla obviously has that with the building. Give me more of those. Give me more state changing mechs. So I think diverters on ramps are awesome. I, I think Travis would agree with me not to do the same diverter uh, from Turtles Premium. Honestly. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. My my graveyard next to me is still still weeping. It's one of the main reasons I have no interest in getting a premium or upgrading to the premium. But um, I think that's it. I think that's it for our list. Um, We crushed it, guys. Yeah. Well played. We're going to go ahead and do plugs. And that's where, um, Tom, you can talk about what's coming up here. So, Tom, go ahead. We got a lot of tournaments coming up at District 82 um, this next week, Wednesday night, Thursday night. And then. there's beat the clock on Wednesday. There's a eight fair strikes on Thursday. And then we have the big summer pinball classic at district 82 from uh, Friday to Sunday. There's uh, going to be uh, two certified tournaments with uh, finals. So it's going to be pretty exciting. A lot of fun. We're going to stream nice. it all. Nice. And I appreciate that you do that. That way we all can watch from afar um travis you want to make something up that you can plug i actually do have something to plug what thank you yeah so hopefully depending on when this podcast comes out because we're recording on thursday so may miss it but this saturday just in case on august 6th uh i'm playing down in a tournament in oklahoma city for a critical hit tournament 
And I'm sure that'll be streamed on Twitch at try to tilt underscore pinball. Cool. And then of course we got what district 82 coming up that Tom's already talked about. And then we'll have New York city yes. the week after that. So that'll be backhand pinball, I believe. I believe so. Yep. yep. And then, um, yeah, I think that's about all I got. And then you guys can catch me here on the, uh, triple drain pinball <laughs> podcast. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, I have, uh, I stream every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on the Pinball Network. So check me out there. And then every other Thursday, I stream for Flipping Out um, on on that channel and had a lot of fun. So I'll be streaming um, next Wednesday. Uh, we'll be doing another chatting stream. You can catch all those if you've missed them live. Those all go up on YouTube on the Pinball Network. And then next Thursday, I'll be streaming some more Toy Story. So maybe that'll be the day I get the Wizard Mode. Maybe not. But um, but yeah, appreciate everybody that listens to these. Um, and yeah, we have some ideas, um, potentially some art options or logo changes coming up. So I don't know, buckle up. If there's anything, we've talked about merch or anything. If there's anything that we can do for you as a listener, feel free to email us at tripledrain at gmail.com. Um, but otherwise, we're just going to keep sitting here staring at each other and talking about pinball. That's uh, apparently that's what we do best. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Travis, you got, any, you got anything? You're good. I think you're good. I'm you great, should, Joel. I, I, like I said, fantastic <laughs> podcast, firm handshakes all around. All around. Mm. Did pretty well. Mm. I hope those comfies do you guys well. I'm and, excited. Uh, Thank you, Travis. Yeah. All right. Well, Tom, like always, you got the last words. Good night, mother. <laughs> <laughs>